On the half shell, they're the heroes for In this day and age, who could ask for more? The crime wave is high with muggings mysterious Welcome to the 5 Years Too Late Podcast. I'm this episode's host, Matthew Skiff. And boy, do we have an excellent episode for you today. Before we get into that, let me introduce you to our other co-hosts. First up, we have last week's winner, Zoe. How are you guys doing? I'm here to win again. Here to win again. Oh, nice. Next up, we have the heart and soul of the podcast, Logan Katzer. What's up, Logan? Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about that? I mean, I got last place last time, so that's quite a shock. <laughs> <laughs> and next up, we have who we call Bacher, probably the one that's going to get shit on the most. Um, Nicholas, what's up? Just call me uh, Bacher Porter Potty Demolin. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we have one episode in, what? Did, how did everyone feel about last week's last week last episode? Not last week, but last episode. I like to pretend that it's last week's. So that's kind of fun, <laughs> even though it wasn't. <laughs> I have a funny story. I don't know if I told, I know I told Skiff, I don't know if Logan or Zoe know this, but when I was editing and I finally, and Skiff sent his notes about it and I went and changed the things uh, that he suggested I changed. And then I just, I uploaded it and then we got to like, you know, 40 listens and I'm feeling like big time, like this is great. And I'm listening to myself while I was working and I'm rolling silverware and I get to the end where there's these, um, where is the lightning round and there's, the music for Logan, like saying you lost and everything is not where it's supposed to be. And I start cursing and screaming loudly, like, what the fuck? This is not how I edited this down. And like the changes that I'd made with skiffs was completely, it moved tracks around. And so none of it made sense. And everyone was too polite to say anything. My sister was the only one. And she's like, what are these explosions going on during the lightning round? I'm like, that's lightning. Duh. She's like, okay, well, Whatever. I think everyone just thought they were creative choices that I made that were fucking yeah. stupid. Like, like what went through your head as you were listening and you noticed that? Absolute dread. Like I almost walked out. Like I was working my shift listening to the pot. Like I was just doing my side work. and I almost like left immediately. Like I got to go home and fix this right now. What an embarrassment. We haven't even done anything yet. And I've screwed up the first one. So that's my funny. That's how I feel the first one went. Anyone? And I got too drunk. I'm not going to get that drunk this time. I was uh, I was surprised at how much I didn't hate my voice because I'm a uh, super self-critical on everything and I didn't hate it as much as I would. So hopefully I'll start to get more familiar with how I sound not in my head. But yeah, I was, I was and, and I had so much fun listening to the beginning part of, of that conversation. Like it was so fun, even though we all were a part of that conversation, re-listening to it was was fun. I had good time. I mean, I listened only to like half of it <laughs> and then just never got back into listening to the rest of it. Yeah, I'm um, pretty sure probably a lot of people tapered off in the middle of my um, <laughs> reading of... <laughs> except for, except for I'm going to throw a shout out to Davis O'Rourke. Did you see his comment in the Instagram post for you? He's like, dude, I loved your, I your rendition of Blank yeah. Check. I'm like, dude, Davis would be the only person that was like vibing off this. <laughs> that made me super happy when he did that. Yeah. yeah. The reason I didn't finish it was mostly because I don't like my off. voice. My kids, well, they turned it off like <laughs> two and a half minutes into the episode. And then uh, I listened to it like while I was in my car driving to work or something. And then I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done with this. <laughs> and then, yeah, you were, were you just I, cringing every time you heard you, yourself talk. Exactly. So I was just like, I'm just going to go ahead and 
just assume it was really, really well produced by, by Bakker. So good <laughs> job, Bakker. Except that it wasn't until yeah, I fixed it. It was not well produced. <laughs> the complete opposite. It's fixed now. It's fixed now. So if anyone wants to go re-listen, it's done. It's better. Okay. Yeah, I'll put that on the list to listen to it again. <laughs> <laughs> Logan, how'd you feel about I'm the it? Same, I'm in the same boat. I hate my voice. I want nothing to do with listening to it. But I did listen to it while I was working. But there was like embroidery machines running and like the AC was on and stuff. Or the HVAC was on. So you, so you said you could barely hear it? Is what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, and, and I I did tell Bacher that I thought some of the music like intro seemed off, like it was like playing over people while they were still talking. And I tried to be honest, but I again I, you, I did think it was like creative choices Bacher was making. <laughs> Bacher's you drunk. You, did, like, you didn't write like a, a three page email like I always do. I think I learned my lesson on that. <laughs> text messages work a yeah, lot yeah, better. Text messages seem to work a lot better. Just the other night. I was hanging out with some friends and we were driving back from the mountains and they're like, Oh, we should listen to your podcast. And I was like, Oh no, like I'd really thank God that actually like the service was so bad that we only got like 10 minutes in. And I was like, thank I would never do that at yeah, all. I don't want to know. Never. <laughs> nope. Nope. It, it took me almost what, how long did it take for me to tweet it out? Like a full, like two weeks. Two, I, I thought weeks. you, Skiff, I thought you were embarrassed of us. Like I thought, you're like I'm. I can't. I, I'm not. I'm not associating myself with these idiots. I can't do that with these guys. No, it's just like you know. I'm anything that's not my art. I have a really hard time promoting and stuff. So it was like really scary for for me to put myself out there and like have people listen to me and all of us talk about things. Like it's just so much different than me putting a piece of artwork on the internet and just walking away. You know? uh, behind well, the I think with that. <laughs> I think a lot with that too is just the fact that it's so organic, like our conversations. So you think you sound better, like your points that you're making sound more more coherent. And then you think back on it and you're like, oh, that was recorded. So I can really see how dumb I am. And that's a big thing with me. It's like, I don't want to hear how dumb I sound in a conversation. And so if you feel like you sounded dumb in the edited version you should hear the lot you oh, should hear the man. cut that i listened to <laughs> well that's why i haven't listened to it but i was my i'm my own like i took so much of me out to be honest like it would be fun to like just air just the three hour and a half conversation like it's so bad it's just oh, like ridiculous. nope but, we'll get canceled yeah in that's a hurry. what these tests are for we're almost happy with how things are going so we can do better right Let's I think we can improvement. Yes. Let's do some improvement right now with this episode. But before we get into the topic, let's get into the drink. So with every episode, we like to have a special drink or a cocktail. It could tie into the theme. Um, doesn't have to. This time it doesn't, but I picked this specific cocktail for a very specific reason. So we all grew, we all didn't grow up. We all went to college together in that little shitty farm town, right? You'd call it a farm town, right? Smells like shit. Smells like shit. Yeah. A really shitty town that we all went to college in. There was this country bar club called the Whiskey River. If you know anything about me, you would know that I hate country music don't like clubs, and I hate being around a lot of people. But you could find me and all of us 
there every what was it thursday night thursday every thursday night right when the doors open at five o'clock because they had <laughs> so it's so disgusting thinking thinking back on this now but it was all you could eat wings and then how much were the drinks was it like a dollar seven no it was seven dollars for all you can drink seven dollars for all you can eat wings and all you can drink for what like the first two hours the wings were first come first serve whenever they were gone but the drinks were till midnight oh my god so that i don't was remember like... any of those statistics i just remember you show up there and you wake yeah. up yeah i was gonna say why don't you remember i wonder yeah, yeah so we would get there we, we would get there before that they would actually open like they would open the doors yeah. and we would all walk in and then me specifically, because I hate country music and I hate being around people and I hate dancing, I would um, go to the bar, get a drink, fill my plate up with a mountain of wings, and I would just I would sit in the exact seat every single time, and I would never give up. Get up. The only time I would ever get up is if I had to get another drink. So yeah, the, the drink of choice that we would all get would be a whiskey ginger. So I would just sit there, and you know, I would see the place over the course of however many hours, just completely fill up, fill up, fill up with elbow to elbow, no room, packed place. And it would just be me sitting there in the same spot for six hours straight, just sitting there drinking multiple whiskey gingers and getting completely annihilated pretty much by myself because everybody else is running around doing their own thing. But yeah, so that's why I picked it. It reminds me of that time. It was a good time. Yeah, and it reminds me of again, how I'm kind of the outcast of this group because that bar opened after I left and Skiff moved into my room, into my house next to Zoe. And you guys were all telling me how great the Whiskey River is and how much fun life is. And I am not having it. So thanks for that memory. So at the Whiskey River, I've seen one of my roommates get pushed down. And at the exact same moment, yeah, that room, that said roommate would be Lorenzo, the one of the co-hosts of this podcast, and at that at that exact same moment, was it pushed out by the co- by a cop? Who pushed you? Mm. Um, like on the dance floor, like a kid pushed me on the dance floor, well, and then I, I fell down, and then they kicked me out of the bar. Oh, yeah. They thought I was starting a fight, and then Dusty got mad at the bouncer, and so they well, they put Dusty in handcuffs, and then he thought a bouncer was pushing him and it was a cop. So he took a swing at the cop and then he went to jail. Yeah. All I remember from that is just seeing a flash of light. And then my friend get uh, pretty much fall to the ground from being tased. This is insanity. Complete that insanity. Was dusty. So there was a lot of crazy, crazy shit that Wait, happened at this place. Corey Sheasley got like assaulted there, right? Someone like broke a beer bottle on his ear for no reason. And like, Oh, I don't know that story. That. I remember he, like, when he fell off a billboard and stuff. Yeah. Right, yeah. Corey fell off a billboard, but that was not a whiskey river. No, so this, well, this I, sounds like a tried and true country bar, you know, a bunch <laughs> of degenerate shit happening all over the place. I remember That's dancing what with a lot of local Greeley older ladies there. Yeah, it was like a mixture just, of old, old, yes, gross women. Local ladies now just get drunk on the dance floor and just dance. And then college them. kids and then Funny old gang members. <laughs> Any, anyone could get it from Logan. <laughs> yeah. couple of whiskeys, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, wh- how, how does everyone like their drink? Oh, I, I wanted to do the official recipe of a ginger, whiskey ginger for the podcast. So can I tell you what the official recipe for it should be? It's really... Is it eight, is it eight ounces of no, whiskey? it's really and simple. And one ounce of ginger? Oh. So you take your, you take your whiskey... 
I mean, you pour as much whiskey as you want in that glass, right? <laughs> and then the next ingredient is ginger, and you pour as much ginger as you want in that glass, and that's the official recipe, whiskey um, ginger ice? recipe. Um, if you want to, if you're, um, uh, what's the right word for? No, no ice. <laughs> <laughs> neat. <laughs> if you want to do ice, that's fine, but um, that's not my choice. And we know that ice isn't very podcast friendly. No, it is not. <laughs> not very long. <laughs> Anyways, but cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Well, let's get into the topic, which is favorite, least favorite, and guilty pleasure comic book movies. You should know that this time I have notes. Wow. And I watched my movies. <laughs> you I have came, pre- came prepared. And so, you're started. All right, guys, so I'll start this one off. My favorite movie, and I think all these guys are going to hate me because it was all their favorite movie as well, Into the Spider-Verse. came out in 2018, and if you guys haven't seen it, it is probably the best animated movie I've ever seen and it was so it caught me off guard it was just one of those things that I was not expecting anything of it the premise is of a high school kid in Brooklyn but it's in a different universe Kingpin is the bad guy in this movie and he's trying to turn back time or go through an alternate universe to try to get his family back with that he ends up bringing in all the other Spider-Men, Spider-People throughout the different universes, and they collide in the one universe that Miles Morales is in. A lot of crazy stuff happens in it. I'm not going to go through the whole rundown of the actual movie. I'm just going to go over some topics of what I really liked about it, some fun facts about the movie, and then kind of just go over you know, things that relate now to me in my daily life. So with me being a dad, I got two kids, uh, one four-year-old boy and a six-year-old daughter. And my four-year-old boy is absolutely obsessed with Miles Morales. It has changed his whole life. He had to get shoes like Miles, which are some Jordans. He doesn't tie them because it's not cool. It's a lifestyle. It's a life choice. So he decides he doesn't want to do that. <laughs> it's it's just a really good movie. We bring in stuff with our daily lives. Like when we say, I love you, there's a part, part in there that says, when the, the dad's a cop and He's telling the son to say, I love you back. And he says, I love you to his dad. And he goes, that's a copy. So that's another thing that we do on a daily basis. Adorable. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to be bad when they say that, (laughs) (laughs) but some cool facts about this movie. Um, This is actually the last voice acting role for Stan Lee before he passed. And another big thing is that. Can I piggyback? I don't want to make a point for you because I don't want to help you out, but that also was, and that the way he said it too was like, you know, it was after Peter Parker mm-hmm. died. And then that's Stanley's cameo is him talking after he died. He died literally wow. like two weeks before that came out. Yeah. That I, was super eerie. Eventually it fits or something. 
I'm going to miss him. Yeah, we were friends, you know. Can I return it if it doesn't fit? It always fits. Eventually. Yeah, it always fits. Yeah. Eventually. <laughs> that really hit in the theaters when I saw it. Because you didn't get to see it in the theaters. When, it, when I saw it in the theaters, I was like, I can't believe what I just saw with that little yeah. cameo. Well, and the funny thing about that, that's not his only cameo in that movie. But everyone, all the animators wanted to draw him in the movie. So if you look in it, like in the train rides, he's always a passenger in the train. So if you look, you can find. I didn't know that. Yeah, so you can find him in that. I think there was like over a hundred and like at one point there was like a hundred and like seventy four animators. So there's about that many Stanleys hidden throughout the whole movie. Jeez. Yeah. Well, there's a bunch of like nerdy stuff you would really like. Skiff. I'm not really. I don't know enough about like art, like art and color design and that kind of stuff. But I watched like a YouTube video on one, and they just go into deep detail of like how they were able to make it look the way they wanted it to like the frame um, like the frame rates of each character rate, and yeah the coloring the lining so what they ended up doing so they it was a graphic animated show but to make it look like a, a comic book type version kind of 3d-esque in that way they had people manually line over the characters it took one month for them to create four seconds of the movie Jesus yeah, Christ. Which usually takes one. That yeah, it says it usually it. takes one week. They started off with I think, two artists, and it took them a year to do, I think, 20 minutes. So they started upping up more and more and more animators to, to try to combat that time. You don't, really, you don't really think about how long these things take, you know? Like, yeah. that is crazy. So, so you can think about I me. Mean, it came out in 2018. It probably took them. It, I couldn't find, like, an exact time of how long it took them to finalize and make everything. But it had if it took them one year for 20 minutes. until they were, four years. Yeah, four years for one animated movie is absolutely crazy. Let's see. There, Yeah, there's a lot of, like, Easter eggs in there. The movie, too. Obviously, since there's different universes they're they're made changes to certain things um on uh miles's report card that he gets back that he got them all wrong on the test on purpose because he wanted to get out of this private school and the teacher's like you know what your chances are if you did this blindfold is the true false test he's like 50 percent. he's like yeah so she gave him 100 but on the report card the month it was it's not like january february march it was uh like December, so they are making making up different months and stuff like that for that specific universe. There's a picture of Chance the Rapper on his wall, and instead of having the number three cap, he has a number four on his hat. Just little different nuances to show that it's a different universe. One of my favorite things I think that came out of that movie is the soundtrack. We I probably listened to that when we first watched that movie probably a hundred times in a week, just because there's like four really good songs on there that they liked. I also like that the soundtrack. I like that the soundtrack is completely clean. Yeah. Like, I I studied in my fifth grade classroom. We'll put up the lyrics and like, all right, let's analyze what do these words mean, and how they mean it. But what's funny is like, we'll play. It sounds like mm -hmm. hardcore rap, and people be walking by my room, like looking, like, what are you? <laughs> yeah. What are yeah. they doing in there? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, we're bumping. Yep. That's what we're doing. Um, let's see. Oh, so I was going through kind of the writers and the producers on the movie just to kind of see about them ronnie rothman was a writer and producer on this one and oh ronnie, I was just trying oh, to ronnie huh yep <laughs> ronnie. <laughs> um so Ro it's rodney rothman he was a writer for david letterman which i think huh. if you watch the movie there's a lot of like 
undertone jokes and stuff like that throughout it. They're not like super dark, but you can see they they kind of fit. Maybe that's why adults like the movie too, because it's not so just kid ish. He also wrote 22 Jump Street, and he was really? a producer. Yeah, and he was the executive producer for Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Huh. So I love that. Movie. That movie's a great movie. So maybe I'm <laughs> sitting on some other things on that. The one thing that shows how good this movie is, it did win an Oscar for Best Animated Film. It won a Golden Globe. Uh, it was nominated for a bunch of other things. It won a bunch of smaller awards too. Um, but those are some big ones. So, I mean, that's why, not just because the premise of it, I think it's good. It's got a lot of good underlining things when it comes to, you know, never giving up and, you know, stuff you want your, you know, your kids to, you know, kids and yourself to kind of live on a daily basis with. But it just a very entertaining. And then once you realize how much work went into making this film, you kind of get a different uh, respect for it as well. So that's why I like that movie. And so I also think it won <clears throat> the five years too late. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah. For, for everybody listening, I had everyone send me their um, selections for each category separately so I could know what they are and make sure nobody overlapped. And literally every single one of these motherfuckers was like <laughs> spider verse, spider verse, spider verse. I'm like, are you serious? It, so it, got it in it first. Was, so Zoe's the yep. winner, but yeah, yeah. I feel like we should all get some talking points on why we like it. I mean, I, I've already started. Yeah. I already went in a little I bit. Mean, I just the main thing I remember is afterwards, just going. They need to recreate every comic book movie. Just get these guys all the money in the world and let them have their way with every comic story and every character. Because if they can do this again, I'll watch anything they want to make. It's like Phil Lord and TJ Miller, or not TJ Miller. Who am I? It's Phil Lord and somebody else. I don't. I didn't. I don't have my notes on it because I took notes on other <laughs> shit that I wasn't allowed to take notes on this fucking movie. But like those guys, they did like Lego Movie. Like yeah. they're super creative dudes. Like yeah. they know what I, they're doing. But I just want them to use this format for like X Men, like Wolverine movies. And I was like, every, all my not not gonna see this movie. Like I didn't see it in the theater. Um, like I got so jaded on spider-man after them doing constantly doing so many reboots and it was still sony like yeah. they did a good job by themselves like i just didn't want it but then like everyone that i knew that saw it, that had uh, whose opinion i respected like wouldn't shut up about this movie so like i watched it with with my mom and our like both of our jaws were just on the floor like amazed not only just visually how beautiful and different and unique it is but like the story is so so good like everything about it is just perfect like yeah it's like it's definitely one of the best comic book movies so it's like a great choice i also think it's interesting that it's like the first like he's not in our universe like ours Mm -hmm. ours he's not the spider-man that like spoiler alert dies at the beginning isn't our spider-man you know so it's like the first perspective yeah. where it's the main character is, is the, and it's it's good to not universe. follow the Peter Parker storyline because we we all know that and it's been beaten to right. death like yeah. the, the Aunt May the Uncle right. Ben dies thing like we've seen that so it's it's good to get some fresh new ideas in there which was it was cool at how they they integrated that in though yeah. per universe everyone had a person that they loved died and some of them like for Gwen it was. It was, it was yeah her fe- best friend peter parker who died and then it was uh you know aunt may was fine i who was the one who uh peter b parker peter b parker was our spider-man so he yeah, lost and his then, and then he, that was the but then his wife Spider- got, he got a divorce what? with his wife yeah 
And Peter uh, Spider Noir uh, lost his uncle Benjamin. Benjamin. Yeah. <laughs> and this is one of the biggest reasons why I'm so fucking irate that I didn't get this movie because I saw it in theaters. I remember 11 minutes into it, I just because I was Skiff, I was with you. I was like, I I'm I'm really under expectations going into this. And I took my son and my brother-in-law because it was Christmas and we go to a movie every Christmas. And so like, let's go see the new Spider-Man. And 11 minutes in, I remember thinking, this is revolutionary. This is completely different. And this is something I'm going to watch again. And I left the theater calling everyone I knew, like, you got to go see this. And I saw it four times in theaters. And I I called Zoe, like, you got to go see this. And Zoe's like, fuck you. Like he says to me about everything. So the fact that Zoe saw it, (laughs) then I I, I saw Zoe three months later in Vegas. We we, we met up in Vegas and we're sitting next to each other. And he just quietly, because... For those of you who don't know, Zoe has a hard time letting me know if I've done anything right ever. And so Zoe quietly goes, I saw Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse. It's really fucking good. I fucking know it is. God damn it. And now here we are two years later. He gets to make the argument. Like, I liked your argument, Zoe. You actually pointed out some things that I didn't know. But if we want to make another podcast, maybe 10 episodes down the line, I will give you more info on in the spider-verse but we don't need to get into that right now perfect i'll, I'll say the other thing like in around christmas time i'm so busy with work so i just like don't have any free time and since it came out of christmas like like you're saying everyone i know was going to, oh man did you just love it because people usually know that i'm like this comic bird comic book nerd and i hate that i hate when people hype yeah. things up and like i don't need any more pressure on this like i don't even i try not to watch like trailers like I think I'd rather just like if you tell me there's a Spider-Man movie coming out in any regard, I'll go see it. Like, don't waste your money advertising. Don't like no spoilers in the trailer. And when I finally did see it, I was just like, you said, just like freaking out. Like, this is better than I thought. And like everyone was pumping it up. And I was like so scared it was going to be bad. Dude, Logan, your text to me, like, I loved it. You just said, dude, dot, dot, dot. What's up, danger? <laughs> I was like, yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> All right, so since that was taken... Oh, don't, try, to, try to sound so thrilled right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had nothing to choose yeah, from. That's the only good one, so... <laughs> <laughs> but I had to just do, like, the layup was either Infinity War or Endgame. So I went with Infinity War, and it was kind of a hard decision because I mostly was spending my time when I was considering what movie to pick what kind of like lasting impression was left with me like i try to judge movies on when i'm done watching it like is it still in my head in a couple days or like a week later and i think it just like infinity war just stuck with me just kind of like the culmination of all the the groundwork that marvel has been laying over the years like you had to you can't really appreciate it unless you've like put in all the work watching all the other movies basically yeah just the russo brothers who were the directors obviously um did like an amazing job of just like tying in all these one-liners and things that you would just never would just fly over your head basically uh if you didn't know what was going on in all the movies prior to this movie if you want should i just read through like the the bio on it or you can do whatever you want assuming that people whatever whatever you feel is relevant go for it (laughs) I just have a hard time feeling like people are out there that haven't seen it, but I do know. Just do like, yeah, yeah if someone's like a, all right, like for those have... of you that don't know, it's, it's, but okay, yeah. make it brief. Because you know. if you've been living under a rock 
and you've never seen all the Avengers <laughs> movies and all the individual um, storylines. It's basically Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, um, uh, Black Widow, Hawkeye. Can can he oh, the can Avengers? get them all right now? Oh man, yeah. Um, Haw- Hawkeye's not ooh. in Infinity War, bro. Really? So strike oh, one. No. <laughs> Way to do your research. Yeah. Well, now I'm struggling. Anyways, it's the original Captain, Avengers. Cap, come on, with Captain the, America. Captain America, yeah. And Guardians of the Galaxy. I smell another loss for Logan coming <laughs> yeah, up. No. This is like the hardest test I've taken in a while. Um, Vision. Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah, he's in there. I'm running out of names here. You could have just said the Avengers and not had to go through this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's part of the game now. This is and interesting to me. This is making Thor. this is oh, making the cut. I missed Thor. <laughs> okay. Wanna just cut no. that part out? <laughs> <laughs> this is no. right there. Anyways, all the Avengers plus a lot of people have to fight Thanos, who is just like the kind of the guy pulling the strings behind a lot of the other Avengers movies with Attack on New York and stuff, and he's on this mission to catch all of these stones that were created in the Big Bang that kind of represent all the elements. And he has a gauntlet that's his um, glove that the guy from Game of Thrones built. <laughs> What's his name? Peter Dinklage. Uh, yeah, Tyrion. Tyrion yeah. Um, anyways, as he gets all the stones, his mission is basically to set the scales of the universe back to even and balanced, which he believes for some reason that that's 50% of all living creatures in the universe need to be eliminated. And he can do it once he collects all you of have these a good stones point, I think, and snaps right? his fingers. That's a pretty good point, right? Just have, have people gone, I think it'd be a little bit better, mm, right? I have lots of arguments for that. I would say <laughs> it depends on the planet and how long they've been around, like around. Yeah. We don't, let's just not even get into that. <laughs> yeah, like the, Vul- the Vulcans seem to understand how to like run a society, right? Like they've got yeah. it mastered. Well, Kryptonians did the same thing. Like they were limiting procreation and stuff like that, so... Um, it's not punish people who got it right. Anyway, go on. That's that's neither here nor there. Yeah. As far as the movie being my favorite movie, which I think is kind of what the yes. core question is, I'm gonna say I just love the scale of it. Like, I don't know how familiar people are with comics, but eventually, like the studios just can't afford to make comics the way that they were written because they can't afford all the actors and stuff like that. Like, it's just always like a massive barrier is like budget and actually having all the characters show up to like kind of pay dues to the actual comic which i think is a really important thing for me to like when i go see a movie i want it to represent the my experience as like the younger me what reading the comics basically a lot of movies can't afford that but for like this movie obviously it's like this massive production and they actually had like the massive scale of all the people involved in the story which was like i can't say how much i appreciate that like every time they're cutting scenes it's like oh my god my other favorite character oh this guy is awesome like now it's a totally different storyline, and how is it going to come back to like be part of this story? Yeah, they basically. Um, so just like the sheer. Culmination. They proved that you could make movies how you make comic books, pretty much. Like, and especially, the other thing is after Civil War, where they didn't do that at all. Like they made that just like a Captain yeah. America movie, but the comic is crazy. It's like you know, it's like this scale where it's like every comic character has a say and they're on one side or the other so that was like really disappointing and then to see him do that in this movie it was like relief that they actually pulled it off but, it's also um, not they don't change characters like someone's like okay this is a new captain america or this is a new hulk or whatever like they yeah. from the beginning they set him up with the characters that they could keep around for the entire storyline 
Although it would have been funny yeah. if we had a <laughs> if we had a new Captain America in Infinity War all of a sudden. Well, really, they kind of did that with uh, War Machine after the first Iron Man. Yeah, and Hulk even. War Machine and Hulk. And Hulk. Hulk. Well, Hulk. <laughs> but that, that was, was like, early days. Yeah, though, that's a different. I think War Machine is the only one that's actually like in the event. Is he in? He's in the first. He's just an Iron Man. Man. Yeah, but that's like he's the start a, of everything. Yeah. yeah. And that was a great transition too. When he's like walking into the courtroom, and he just goes, "Hey, it's me. I'm here. Get over it." <laughs> I don't know if you remember, like that. The way they handled that scene in the movie was awesome. The, another big thing that I think about Infinity War is like it could have just ended there. Like part of me was like, Endgame was just kind of like the people pleaser movie afterwards. Like we got to do the right thing. We have to set up like this whole new next phase of Marvel movies. But I feel like truly, like if if things were a little bit more realistic, they would just be like, Infinity War was the end of it. Like. You lost. <laughs> yeah, because and I think all, like a lot of you guys will appreciate like I, I picture it as like playing sports or something like there's all these like they could have easily beat Thanos. You know, there's like a million opportunities where I think you would just go like the sling ring thing and he's like cuts that big guy's arm off. And I'm like, why don't you just do that to his glove the whole time? Like, <laughs> there's a bunch of points like that. They're that easily made like that. This shouldn't have even been like a fight. But I think like playing a sport and you're just like we've all had those games where you're like there's no reason we just lost this game like how frustrating that can be you know or you just like look back and like, we're a better team like what the hell happened you know but i think yeah so what happened what happened in 2005 when you played golden what happened you guys were a better team oh my god oh my i don't think oh I my played god any oh my god we're gonna rehash this old shit <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna, <laughs> we're not gonna rehash this old shit uh, yeah and then like like i was saying earlier i just think like <clears throat> the fact that it stuck with me Spoiler alert, at the very end of the movie, Thanos succeeds and he eliminates half of all living life in the universe. And a lot of it, the screen time is like showing obviously like main characters from the movie just disintegrating into dust. Um, And watching Spider-Man turn into dust was just like, it messed me up. Tears. (laughs) I was like, I just walked around for like four days after that thinking like my friend died. I don't want to go. Yeah. I don't want to go draw it I'm out a... so long. I'm like, what are you doing? Everyone else like disintegrates in like a second. And he's like, has this whole scene with, do you hear know. the, do you know the theories is why he, he, his was yeah, drawn out his powers, whatever, but they all have powers. He's so strong. Ah, but I'm he's like, so I'm strong. I'm like in the theater <laughs> watching this and I'm trying ones. so hard to not cry. I'm trying like, you can, you know, that, that feeling you get <laughs> yeah. in your throat and it hurts so bad. It's just it's not working. And I'm just like, my whole face is just completely oh. soaked. Yeah. I've never been in a more quiet theater. And they intentionally, I love this. Like afterwards, it just goes, like Thanos sits down and he looks out and then it like cuts to black. And it just sits there for a couple sentence, seconds. And everyone's like, it's no, fucking over? Yeah. What the fuck? Ugh. Yeah, there's a lot. I, don't get me wrong. There's lots of issues with Infinity War that I'm like, I hate a lot of aspects. And we don't have to touch on that. Cause this is give, 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 me, give me one thing to hate. I love, I love hearing the hate. Let's hear it. <laughs> I would say Vision, <laughs> I always complain about Vision being like so pathetic in this movie where the the last like time that there's the Avengers like movie where they're all together is to fight Ultron who's like, it's like just as big of a deal where Ultron's like trying to destroy Earth and kill everyone. His whole Ultron's like this ultimate powerful thing and he just wants to build this vibranium body for himself. And they basically at the very end like switch out his plan and put Vision in instead, which is like, Tony Stark and Bruce Banner and the Mind Mindstone. 
I think it's the Mind Stone. Which is one Do you of the, think? With, God, I can't handle. I can't handle the your lack of knowledge on your favorite. Mo- yes, it's yeah, the Mind okay. Stone. Oh my God. <laughs> Anyways, and that's so. First of all, this is this all powerful thing that Ultron's trying to create, and he's going to be like unstoppable if they let him get away with it. They kind of split the script and they put their good guy inside of this vibranium body with the Mind Stone instead of Ultron. And so you're like, oh great, now they have this like ultimate powerful guy who, in the comic books, is insanely strong and has all these crazy powers. And then in Infinity War, he just gets his ass kicked the whole time and is like a liability to the team the whole time. They're like trying to protect him. It's just like, what happened to this guy that you were so scared Ultron was going to become? Logan, I didn't realize that you were uh, a comic book reader like that. Uh, not for a long time. Now that all these yeah, movies, sure. I just watch it. So. <laughs> no, but I, I didn't know that about you. Thor, or uh, the Hulk, getting his ass kicked all the time. It's just like how he... I, I can see now like why they're setting up in game for the Hulk to be this like new character that's Professor Hulk or, um, but during Infinity War I'm like I can't stand Hulk and usually he like steals the show sounds like sounds like you hated it sounds like you hated it leading to my next movie my least favorite movie is Infinity War <laughs> <laughs> So there's a lot of really good movies out there like Dark Knight, uh, Infinity War as Logan just said, or even like Joker that pushed the boundary of what a comic book movie could be and the message it could have, or Black Panther. All these are phenomenal, in my opinion, films. But I went with a different one. I went with Avengers Endgame. So I actually went with Endgame, Logan. As you said, that one's just like paying off of Infinity War and Skip was actually pretty mad. He's like, seriously? When I told him that, he's like, we... God damn it. I, like, I gave him not? every opportunity I was like, no. to not okay. but let me tell Can you why all right first yeah let me do that real quick so um endgame came out um its budget was 356 million and its box office haul was 2.79 billion which makes it the highest grossing movie of all time but that's not adjusted for inflation this is just a fun aside for anyone who likes movies Adjusted for inflation, it's still the fifth highest for fun. The fourth highest is Star Wars at $3.04 billion. At three is Titanic for $3.08 billion. Number two is Avatar at $3.25 billion. And then do you guys know the number one movie of all time adjusted for inflation? Hold on. Don't say Damn, it. I want to know. Is it going to be like an old-ass movie just because inflation is so bad? Yeah. Going with the wind or something? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> The highest grossing movie of all time. I would have said Avatar. Movie adjusted for inflation is. Avatar was no, I, I just said Avatar yeah. was number two. Gone with the wind. Lorenzo wins <laughs> with Gone with the wind. Didn't you just say you won't be able to guess it? I said if you don't know it, you're not going to be able to guess it. And Zoe thought, well, it's probably some dumb old movie. That. Has anybody so seen Gone with, the, Gone with the Wind? I've never seen that movie. Rachel watched it. I remember. And I was like coming in yeah. and out of the room and it was like for all day. <laughs> How long? Yeah, with it's like three and a half hours, and with inflation, that movie made three point seven billion dollars. It made a billion dollars more than Endgame. 
That doesn't it's make any absurd. sense. <laughs> I don't know how what to tell you. But that's how much did they actually make without inflation? I know, it was like a thousand. I don't know. Three, I, I don't want to say it. Three nickels. No, it's like a. I think it was like. I, I, yeah, it was like one hundred sixteen thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So before I get into like this, I got to set this up a little bit. Like I got to talk about like my childhood and my love of Spider-Man. I woke up every morning when I was like eight to 10 years old at six in the morning. I'd go outside and I'd get the paper. I'd come in and I would read the sports section and I would eat a bowl of grape nuts from six to six thirty. And then at six thirty, I would watch the Spider-Man cartoon. I missed X-Men. I know X-Men was on at six and I know you guys are X-Men guys, uh, but I, I don't know why I loved Spider-Man as much as I did. And I liked it so much, um, like my Uncle Tom, when the original Spider-Man came out, my Uncle Tom got me out of school to go watch the Spider-Man when it came out. I had this huge soft spot for Spider-Man. And my favorite episodes in that was in season five, there's a three-part episode called The Secret Wars, where a character named The Beyonder goes, and he just wants to see who's the best between good and evil. And he uh, snatches up Dr. Octopus, Dr. Doom, uh, Con Smythe, the lizard, and the red skull, and he puts them on this planet, right? That's and then he the grabs Spider Man. He says, make, "That's a bad list of worst of the yeah. worst villains." That's what they came up with. I, it's not. I didn't create it. What do you <laughs> get down on me for? It's going to take away from whoever he picks as the best. Well, so what? <laughs> fair enough. So what happened was that he grabbed Spider Man and he said, "I want to have this battle between good and evil. Pick your team." And so he picks the Fantastic Four, Iron Man, Captain America, but he only has a certain amount of people he can pull over. He can't pull over like everybody. So he, he pulls Storm over from the X-Men. I just was infatuated with this idea of assembling your team. Like, so that's just the groundwork I'm sitting there. So now we get to Endgame, right? And Logan, you did a lot of groundwork for me saying like all the amount of work that went into creating Infinity War and Endgame. And it blew me away because I do agree with you, Logan, that Infinity War is a better film. But I'm looking at Endgame as an experience that I don't think I'll ever have in a movie theater again. That started with The Dark Knight. When when I watched that, again, it was like, this is incredible. I can't believe what I'm watching. And then that happened again, Logan, when you and I went to watch Avatar. I sat there and I looked at you and I'm like, dude. And you're like, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that? And so, like, I don't know how the bar can get raised any higher. But I laughed throughout Endgame. I cried throughout Endgame. My jaw was dropped throughout Endgame. There was just too much going on. Like some of the funny, the funny one-liners, you know, Paul Rudd was hilarious. He was like, so Back to the Future is a bunch of bullshit? <laughs> like that was funny. <laughs> like that was funny. Meeting Professor Hulk was, blew me away. I was like, man, well, this is a f- – I didn't have any idea about this. Uh, the line when Captain America was fighting himself and he goes, I could do this all day. And no one's like, yeah, I know. So good. good. Like I get it. Fuck you, dude. You're so pretentious. Um, Right. And when he goes, uh, flick me. And he's like getting down. (laughs) Before you go on, I just saw this YouTube video and they're talking about how he was so good at flicking because at the beginning he was playing the football game. Yes. I never put that together. Right. Yeah. Right. There's so I'm gonna get okay. to the small details yeah. that that I didn't. No, no. But right. that helps. Like there's all these details that you don't put together until a rewatching. Because I I think a lot of people on first watching that was like, well, that paid service. Like they needed to undo the snap or whatever. But really, when you break down the movie, it's a better movie than people give it credit for. So let me get to the uh, crying moments. Right. So again, this goes a little bit with what Zoe said. Is that um, 
being a dad, I viewed a lot of this with a different lens. In addition, <laughs> this is a funny story, is that when I was watching it, Logan, when you and I go to the movies, what do we get? Nachos. Duh. With what? Absolutely. And they're usually gone in the first oh, five or ten credits, minutes, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> credits, they're gone. Okay? Trailers, so, trailers. Yeah. <laughs> tra- yeah, trailers, credits, they're gone. So I don't have you to share them with oh. anymore, so I'm eating them by myself, right? Well, yeah, I know. It's terrible. <laughs> he did, I didn't take him to this. This, this is <laughs> So I ate the nachos, and the first scene that makes you like tear up a little bit happens immediately pretty much when Paul Rudd uh, goes like he gets rescued and he goes and sees his daughter and goes you so big and like my eyes were watering at that because I'm thinking like if I just don't see Layla for five years and for me it feels like five hours or a day or whatever you know and then he goes and sees his daughter and all of a sudden she's five years bigger like that wrecked me so I was wiping my eyes like kind of like rubbing away but now I have jalapeno oh, juice my. in my eyes so for the next three hours anytime I teared up I had this burning sensation in my eyes and it happened a lot like it like was not good and so settle um, down Bacher. so yeah so calm down, calm down Bacher. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Then when he says, you know, I love you 3000, that's not very sad at the time, but that comes back and hits hard really later. And then again, when Black Widow's getting ready to go fight and she goes, I'll see you in a minute. Again, not sad, but rewatching it a second time when she's like winking, like she's excited. She's going to help. She's going to fix it. She goes, see you in a minute. And they're not going to see her ever again. That hits me hard the second or third viewing. Uh, And then her whole self-sacrifice scene where she's killing herself. Like they're arguing who's going to die. Like this is like tugging my heartstrings. Like this is ridiculous. All the while, we've already talked about the things that's making me laugh. Like, I have never been in a movie that's made me laugh and feel these emotions simultaneously. It was ridiculous. And then when, like, Tony was hugging Spider-Man, like, during the fight scene, and this is one of the funniest scenes, too, is Thor gets the hammer, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, not yet. But, like, he's got the hammer, and Captain America has the axe, and they flip-flop, and Thor's like, no, no, you take the little one, right? So there's a laugh right there, juxtaposition to the very next scene where Tony sees Spider-Man and Spider-Man's like, hell, what's going on? This is all crazy. But Tony's had to live for five years with this failure and now he's back and he gives him this big hug and that emotionally gets me like shitty. And then when Pepper says goodbye to Tony. Keep going on because you got the, I always think of the scene where he tries to lean over and he like opens the door to the car and he gives him a hug. He's like, oh, we're not there yet. And then like, then it comes back right and, and then they hug nice. like that that's like little things like that just <laughs> so far yeah right oh this is nice and when pepper says goodbye to tony when he's dying and says like you can oh. you've did it like yeah. that was correct and then what really fucking sent me over the edge was when tony left his will saying goodbye and talking to his daughter Oof. and then looks up at her and says i love you 3000 i'm a fucking <laughs> wreck like, this is not okay that this is happening right now, that this movie should be allowed to do this. So then the attention to details that Logan kind of started talking about is what makes this so good. So, like, did you know at the beginning when the Marvel logo is flo- flowing through with the credits, it's missing all the snapped characters? Oh, no. They don't include them. The music itself has half the instruments playing. Wow. Yeah, they snapped it off. Nat, uh, um, Black Widow's hair uh, is growing, and it's got red roots and then blonde tips. Well, she had dyed her hair blonde. After the snap, she felt no need to, like, keep up her parents or anything. So she just let her roots grow, which is, like, something you would never think about, mm-hmm. like, watching it. But, like, when you really dissect it, like, yeah, why would you go re-dye your hair? What's the right. fucking point? Right? 
when Thor, we, we get introduced as Fat Thor, which was funny at time, but then when you really look at it, like he's going through PTSD. This Thor. is a hard thing he's going through. Yeah. It's I, so dumb. See, yeah. no, I, I need I, I need, hear hun- again, I need I will disagree. Strong he's struggling. <laughs> yeah. See, this is what I liked is that they didn't lean into that. They're like, he's suffering through PTSD. He's always won. He's always won. And he lost. And then he lost twice, essentially, because they, he, they couldn't undo it. So what left there is for him to do, but have this go on. And you can see the PTSD as soon as he says Thanos, Thor's demeanor of jovial and happiness shuts off and he's done. And he uses Stormbreaker as like a bottle opener. Like, like that's like the those little details that he does yeah. is insane. I'm not saying he wasn't and then even, upset, and, and I appreciate that, but I'm just thinking like him genetically. I just don't think he could do that, like ever look like that for some reason. Like, he, hey, but think about this: Do we not think of that of like the strongest? Like, I think the military struggles the most with PTSD, and they're like the strongest people that we go send to like protect us. Like, how do like if these amazingly strong people who are brave enough like suffer through that? I think that's the message that anyone can suffer from depression. Anyone can suffer from PTSD. I'm not trying to argue and that that's what I'm t- I'm just saying he's like a god like person and his they're like his and he is not Tachari fibers or whatever. Like it's almost like how's he gonna get he's got cheese like, his metabolism wouldn't like I could never I could be so upset I would never get that belly. So I'm like he's like some godlike creature, like he won't just I think you might have to suspend here. your disbelief on a movie about people with superhuman powers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But leaning more into what Logan was saying about the little details and nuance when they're on Asgard and they're chasing Rocket and they yell and it's subtle in the background. They yell, get that rabbit. So all Asgardians view Rocket as a rabbit, not just Mm. Thor, which is a callback to just Infinity War, which is hilarious. And then when Bruce Banner or Professor Hulk is about to make the snap, they're like, can we like they think he's hurting? Like, should we take it off? And Captain America is one that says, no, no, he can do this which is a throwback to when he is becoming Captain America. He's in the thing, and they're like, do we take him out? And he yells, no, I can do this. Like, he knows that, that he could, again, all these callbacks that, Logan, that you talked about, they're paying off in this thing. And then finally, the big payoff, which is, you know, I am Iron Man, which has two meanings in mind. Obviously, to the first original, I am Iron Man. But the big reference to Captain America from the first Avengers, when he's arguing with him, he says, you're not the guy to, like, go under a wire and, or to dive under wire and, and jump on a grenade and cap and you know and he says well i'm i'm more the guy that would just cut the wire well this is him literally jumping on the grenade so it's a callback to that the callbacks are endless which then leads me to like the wow moments that just have so i i've cried there's these details i've laughed but then there's these moments that have my jaw hitting the floor where when he cuts off his head and it's like five years later i was like what <laughs> the fuck again because the sheer scale that this that these movies got made, they if you remember the previews, they showed the first 15 minutes of this. They hid everything else. We had no idea what was to come. All the previews was just the first 15 minutes where they're going to go fight. We're in for the fight our lives, blah, 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 blah. And they hid everything else. And then the fact that they cut off his head like five years later, like, uh, nope, this snap happened and we're not running away from it. We need to deal like, how are we going to deal with it? The Hail Hydra moment in the elevator. I was like, what growth there where he doesn't need to fight his way out of every situation. He can use his brain is insane. You have Iron Man, Captain America and Thor, the OGs getting ready for the fight. Like if you think about them walking like after the snap and Thanos comes back, whatever, that scene of just their boots walking. You have three men who each had three standalone movies and four shared movies. And there are they carried this franchise and the visualization of them walking to go and fight 
Thanos again, who they've already beat, they've lost to, they've beaten, kind of. Now they're gonna go do it again. It just, it's like if you felt it in the movie, but you felt it of like, this is it. This is unbelievable. And then there's these moments where I was a child in the theater where I was loudly cheering when Captain America gets the hammer, like, and then Thor's like, I knew it. I was like, yes! <laughs> That was I, I loudly along with everyone else in the theater. We were, and then he starts wielding the hammer like crazy. Like this is insanity. And then though, when everyone shows up, I get goosebumps every time. It doesn't matter when he says Avengers Assemble. There's no way around it with the full horns blasting. It and it's just Avengers Assemble. I, I was researching this, and I had seen this, you know, a hundred times, and I'm still getting goosebumps talking about it. It's easy to dismiss this because it's like, oh, it's super popular, everyone likes it, whatever. But it, just piggybacking off what Logan said, what this did for me was, it's the movie theater experience that, this is why we go to the movies. We go to feel emotions, and this made me feel all of them. It made me feel, it made me laugh, it made me cry, it made me think, it made my jaw drop, it made me... Some parts of it made me angry, for sure. Like, they had almost too many one-liners, you know, like, you know, to talk about what Logan said, like, what don't you like about it? Like, too many one-liners. And then, like, time travel, like, even though I thought they did it okay, it was like, okay, yeah, I guess we got to go back in time to fix this. How that, when they come back and Doctor Strange can open a portal and come back to Earth from Titan, where is Thanos from? Yeah, Titan, yeah, wherever. Like what? Why didn't you do that the first time? Like he he's all upset on the way there. He's like, we need to get back home. Can you get us home on this spaceship? I'm like, you could have just sling ringed us home this whole time. Would have <laughs> <Yeah>. been great. <laughs> Would have been great. So that's why that's why I went with this one. Is that I am nervous that I'll never feel this feeling again. And like all these range of emotions. And like Logan, you said, it started in 2008 with Iron Man. It took 12 years, but for me, it started in 1997 when I watched this on the cartoon of like teams battling up and trying to fight. And so for me, it was like a 22 year yeah. saga of like, this is the payoff and they, they nailed it. And so that's why. So, so ju- judging off of uh, the discussion, you can tell who really likes these movies. <laughs> me, me and Zoe are just like. Uh-huh. what's hard is i recommending I think... these movies like i have friends that don't watch them and then i'm like you like you can't just go watch infinity war or endgame like, you're not yeah, you have, no it's, it's so much work <laughs> to be able to enjoy these movies yeah. but it, it is worth it and they are very 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 good movies they are yes i agree but like you could you could recommend like gardens of the galaxy right. to someone that has not right. seen anything because it, it's a pretty good standalone movie like Thor, Spider Verse is absolutely its own thing. Like Thor Ragnarok, yeah. You know, it's you don't need a whole lot. You know, you know that's all. You know, that's you know, you get introduced to a lot more characters. You know, with Hela and stuff like that. So, but like, yeah, like this, this, these two movies that you guys discussed tie everything together. So if you hadn't seen one, you'd be in the dark with yeah, most of the movie. Like it's entertaining. Like itself. talking about these movies is basically you're saying every movie that came before it too. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's basically, you, you have to lump all of that stuff in there. So it's, it's the whole Marvel cinematic universe encompassed in those two movies that you guys just talked about. Definitely. If you juxtapose oh. Marvel to DC and that Marvel can do this and DC can't seem yeah. to fucking figure it out. It's even more like, it's like, what are We're you guys doing over there? What, movie. how, <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe no, we should transition into that.
saying, guys. Here we go. <laughs> I'm not judging, and I think you all had beautiful choices. With that said, I'm so disappointed in all of you. Sounds like you're judging. <laughs> uh, no. He's not mad. He's just I'm not, disappointed. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> mad. I'm just, guys, I think you guys got a little hung up on superhero movies. I didn't say superhero movies. Comic book movies. You know, we have great movies like The Crow, Blade. I would even have accepted, like, anime if you're into that kind of like akira ghost in the shell nobody even said any batman movies i'm shocked shocked they're coming (laughs) (laughs) with that said i want to see if you can guess i think i already did i think i think i I think i know it so guess 1990 teenage mutant ninja turtles beautiful 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 what were you gonna say did i get it Oh. What were you going to say? I was going to say the Tim Burton Batman. That's a good guess, but... I was going to say Dick Tracy. <laughs> See, now you guys are using your brains, finally. Well, I, I, was, I was thinking comics. That but I, I watched it. Yeah. But, like, I, that's the thing, because I was, like, thinking about movies that I really liked, like, that were impactful to me, like, that I remember. I remember as a kid watching Dick Tracy, but then that's I watched scary. it again, and I was like, yeah, I'm like surprised very, I watched it as a very kid. Weird movie, very weird. Yeah, but it's actually it's actually a pretty good movie. But like, I couldn't be like, okay, yeah, that's my favorite movie. I've only seen it twice in my entire life. Yeah. Like to say that's my. But favorite, you, you guys would just honestly be... say that your favorite comic book movies are the ones you chose. I'm just asking. Like, on, like... yes, I would, I would I say yes. We well, I don't think no. To do. Huh? <laughs> I think I think. I'm just, I'm just reinforcing the... my disappointment. I'm, I mean, Zoe, Zoe, Zoe picked a great pick, and we all agree on that one. And I feel very bad for you guys that you had we to uh, pick that. We all that you had to not pick that one. Yes. <laughs> but anyways, for, for the records, I've got an obscure one. When I told Rachel what we're doing, she's like, "Oh, you're gonna pick the Phantom, right?" Because I have like a Phantom onesie that I wear. Are you sometimes. like? Are you like a Phantom fan? Like Billy Zane? Have yeah. you guys seen that movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's I used to love bad. that movie. Yeah. That movie sucks. <laughs> I really like Crow. I, re- I remember watching Crow. I remember liking that movie. I remember, but I, I just felt like it was just, I liked it at a time. I don't think it was something that I carried through yeah, with me now. died in the Crow, right? Isn't that the... Um, yeah, with the fake bullet. It was supposed yeah. to be a blink and it was a real bullet. Uh, what's his name? Brand- 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 Brandon Bruce Lee's son. Yeah. Brandon- yeah, that was sad. So anyways, on Get that note, though, let's stop talking about these other movies that I didn't pick. And we're going to talk about... <laughs> The best comic book movie ever made, Ninja Turtles. All right. What movie? Ninja Turtles. Come on, Teenage Mutant Ninja, Tur- Ninja Turtles. Fucker guessed the it. Original, the first one. Yeah, the very first one from when we were okay. kids. Like you know, most people would probably automatically um, think it's a cartoon, right? But no, this movie was directly based off of the the comic books that preceded the cartoon. You know, for being a movie that you would think would be for kids it's so dark it's so dirty it's depressing and i live in depressing i love that that shit and this movie is just completely filled with it like the first half of the movie is complete darkness right you can barely see the characters but i don't mean this to be a smart ass but can you like refresh me i haven't seen that i have like all those vhs's and i grew up watching them a ton but i haven't seen those in so long wow my disappointment my disappointment just rose 
My, I remember the second one way better. You know my disappointment my... goes, like, Logan, why would you ask Skiff to give you a recap of the movie? I know. That's why I said I don't mean to be a smartass, but if you could walk Okay, so the bit. the recap of the movie. Man, I didn't. I was not expecting to have to do this. So let me. I well, watched like, the watch first 15 minutes. I'm like, oh, I don't think I remember. You first get introduced to, like, it starts with April O'Neil, you know, talking about a bunch of a crime wave in the city um, and all these kids and teenagers stealing stuff um and then basically april which is, foot clan. which is a foot clan and basically april gets attacked by a couple of them and then the ninja turtles come and save her but like in the in the darkness so she doesn't really see them you finally get introduced to the ninja turtles and they're wearing and they're in these amazing like animatronic suits made by the jim henson company like so good like if you can compare how they look in this movie to how they look in the newer movies that just came out a few years ago like i never saw those movies but i could just tell that they're complete shit like how real and how how much emotion that they can portray um and just these like well they each had like a like there was a guy who was assigned to each one of them with a remote control yeah so there's a guy in a suit that's 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 walking around and then there's a whole team behind them operating like, like facial movements the and then there's another person that does the voice so there's three people that make up each character jeez yeah yeah um as opposed to now when you just have a computer generated thing and then a guy that voices it you know what i mean so but like there's something to be said with having like a real thing in the movie as opposed to a tennis ball that the actors have to look at like it feels very real like these characters even though they're a ridiculous concept they just seem so real and and the way the movie's lit because it's mostly dark all the time, it hides all the flaws. So it just feels like they're real walking and talking characters. It's, it's, it's really beautiful how they did. The Jim Henson Company was great. It was like the last movie or one of the last movies that Jim Henson worked on before he died. But anyways, continuing on with the story, Logan, if I need to. The, <laughs> the crime wave hits the city. Um, the Foot Clan is recruiting all these teenagers. And basically the turtles are trying to stop shredder and the foot clan from corrupting the youth i guess is what they would and be one in of it. the character was that the one where that's like their friend is like joining right casey yeah, you have casey that. jones in there which is an, a fantastic character remember casey jones yeah. april yeah, i'm saying the one of their friends isn't there like a kid who's like joining the? oh foot clan? no he's not joining them he's kind of like the audience surrogate i would say um yeah danny danny yeah um, and he wears like a sid vicious shirt the whole time he's kind of a yeah. weenie <laughs> For some um, reason, I thought he was like getting corrupted, and like you said, like, he was. He was getting he recruited. Was. He was getting recruited by the the yeah. Foot Clan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. He was kind of he was a dick to his dad, which his dad's kind of a dick too. Um, do you kind of remember what's going yeah, on? Yeah, there's all one movie to me. I'm picturing like, is that the one where then like the hog and the? No, that's the second one. Yeah, keep going. We're good. That's right. with Vanilla that Ice. One, yeah, that right. one's with Vanilla Ice. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, back 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 on it. Like this movie for being a kids movie is. I wouldn't even say it's a kids movie. Like I'm, I'm, I rewatch it all the time. Like I probably watch this movie at least once every few months. I I love it so much. Um, I can't believe that I was allowed to to watch this movie as a kid. It's violent. There's so many like jokes that would have just flew over my head when I was a kid. And like I remember distinctly remember the first time hearing Raphael say "damn." He says it three times, but he says, and I remember my whole like brain exploded. Like he's like Raphael said a bad word. Oh my God. Like, like this movie 
even even though it's called Ninja Turtles, you would think it's for kids, but this movie has it deals with so many deep emotional themes. It's like the loss of a father, the loss of a brother, like overcoming huge obstacles. Just think it's beautiful. And like I think the way it's shot, it's beautiful. Even though it was shot in the nineties, watching it today, it's still has a kind of timeless vibe to me. Like it doesn't feel super old can i give it a an adjective it looks like Please. it's grit it's gritty oh yeah it's right? it's very very gritty it's it's dirty the world feels very lived in like if you like when you see movies today they're very very clean and very well put together like you look at the avengers and those movies are like a huge spectacle everything's perfect everybody looks beautiful their costumes are perfect the the lenses they're using are like the best lenses ever this movie was shot on a very, very, very low budget. Um, and they had to make do with what they had to in order to get a movie about walking and talking mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> to look as good as it did. So I think when it comes to movies, the more limits you have on it, I think sparks more creativity than if you have like this huge, huge budget. Like take a Tim Burton movie from when he first started out, then take a Tim Burton movie now to where he has the craziest budgets ever. Like you can like old Tim Burton's a million times better than new Tim Burton. Um, that's what I would equate this, like the limitations that you put on a, on a movie, especially this one helped it out greatly. I, I think that's a really good argument actually, because of just how we're living in COVID times. Uh, everyone needs to think differently. We're all restricted on things. And I think people are getting really creative as how they can do things that's a really interesting thought about movie making. Like if you restrict them, let's m force them into some more creative choices or to like think around problems. Like just spend more money and we'll be fine. That's yeah. That's pretty good. Skiff. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Skiff. I'd like some, I'd like some credit by the way. Like I, I guessed it right. And so I could have tailored my <laughs> argument for you, the host. And I went with what was, for me so i just you know no i i, I want i wanted you to talk about, i really wanted you to talk about what you thought i'm just saying mm -hmm. there are there are there are other movies outside of the superhero genre that you could have looked at yeah i know go watch the fan but i mean ninja turtles are superheroes no they're not superheroes they're comics uh, they have superpowers no, they they're just mutants they're <laughs> <laughs> I have, i've got a i've but, got a point to make but aren't x-men mutants and they have superpowers mutants they have yeah, powers. so they have superpowers. <laughs> but but like no, like the Ninja Turtles don't have super strength. They don't have like they can't like read minds. All they do, all they are, they're all fat. They are master. No, no, no. The, all turtles, they are is just so, humanoid turtles. And then they they learn, they got hard shells. They learned how to fight. <laughs> you know, like they don't. They didn't learn. They didn't learn. They didn't. Yeah, they just learned how to for, fight. But for what you're saying, for like how it's like a gritty movie and like oh, it's like dark and kind of adult or whatever. They, if they, I've always thought they don't really use like how gross that would actually be to watch them fight with like swords and size and stuff. Well, yeah, like, they I were mean, like chopping people's arms. Definitely, off. like if it was like a Deadpool. Look, you, you got You have to compare this movie <laughs> to the second one, The Secret of the Ooze, when they don't even use their weapons. Like, right, like Michelangelo. Michelangelo is like, using like hot dogs as nunchucks instead of his yeah. real. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's the difference of between this movie and that movie. 
Um, I'm just saying in all the comics and every Ninja Turtles, everything. Yeah. Like, so the, the no comic got hit with that sword. The comic you know? that, that <laughs> this is based on is incredibly violent, incredibly dirty. Um, you would you would be shocked almost to find out that like a children's cartoon was made from this comic book series. Like it's it's that crazy. But yeah, th- this movie takes a lot of, of hints from from that comic. It, it's a I very well I've never even ad- seen an actual comic Ninja Turtles comic. It's a very well adapted um, story, I would say. I, I have the whole like series. It's like a it's a it was an independent black and white comic book, um, but it was like one of the it was the highest selling independent comic book. I've seen the Ever. like toys that made us and it kind of like went on the people who are the creators, those two guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um those two guys like are some of my biggest we're gonna get really? to another one later, but yeah. Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, the creators of the Ninja Turtles, are some of my biggest influences when it comes to art. Huh. In the how, comics, yeah. is it bloody at all? Oh, it's incredibly bloody. Yeah. Really? It's very, very oh, graphic. Yeah. They they I've curse. It's awesome. Movie. Like I would suggest that you you should check it check it out if you can find them. Like I have a couple collected volumes of of them and it's awesome. Like the art style is great. But like going off of that, like the comic book started out as an independent thing and it's and it ended up being one of the highest selling independent comic books ever. This movie was was an independent movie as well and and it was up until that time the highest grossing independent movie ever which is awesome unfortunately it got completely destroyed with with the critics you know as you would think it would even on rotten tomatoes it only has like a 40 percent, which was surprising to me but i also feel like every kid our age has seen that movie oh, yeah and like has yeah to say about so that I'm, I'm like i'm like wondering if if a lot of it is nostalgia for me because when i watch this movie i can um basically transport myself back to when I first watched it, you know, and I'm like a little kid again, but then I can, when I'm watching it now too, I can also appreciate the technical aspects of it. The the adult humor, how depressing it is. Like there's like a scene when they're all, when well, Splinter has been taken and they're all uh, meditating in front of this fire and then they conjure up Splinter and um, he's telling them how, proud of them he is of them like it gets me super emotional like every single time i watch it like, i always this... like though i like when <laughs> when they come up to go the other way when they when they lose splinter and like they knock on the door and they open up like what's wrong and like the way their mouths move is really <laughs> splinter like but the way it does yeah. it is super funny <laughs> but i will argue to the day i die that it's still better than those fucking cgi ninja turtles that just came out like those God awful. You said you've never even seen them. Yeah, and I never will. Yeah. Mm. That's terrible. That's terrible. That's a hard argument to make. No, I don't think it's a very hard argument to make. <laughs> How, but that's so close minded. No. I'm not saying that. I'm not. No. You're not even going to speak to understand <laughs> no. it. When I said no, that was close minded. <laughs> Like my answer was <laughs> I know how close Which my movie, but I, I can also understand that that movie is not good. I can just understand it. Yeah. Have you well, Have you guys you seen it? Wrong. Can anybody yeah. argue for it? No. I can. I love it. You love those movies? <laughs> no, I love the first one. The second one wasn't that great. Really? What What was good about it? It was the exact. It wasn't a good movie, like we said. It's not a good film, but it was fun. It made me think about again, like these characters, like the, like Michelangelo was hilarious in it. Raphael was another level of angry in it. Uh, Donatello was another level of nerd in it. It was like, I mean, 
you say this all the time like that was this on steroids but this really was like all those guys their personalities steroided up and it was funny I, I'm not going to say it was better than the other ones but I can respect it for what it was and I'm, and Michael Bay is you know we all have could probably say like what annoying movies that he might make but I found myself just like if you can take out a lens of like how is this movie and if you can take out the lens of comparing it to the originals and just like I'm gonna go watch a Ninja Turtles movie knowing the characters it's funny it has it's it's fun to watch it was a fun joyride I remember watching it with my buddy Mark Seligman and we were just laughing the whole time like this is fun that's a fair point to make I mean if your point of reference for the Ninja Turtles is like pizza loving wacky teenagers then that makes sense my reference is not that okay then that that's good Anyways, well, how do you guys feel about this movie? Because I want to hear your thoughts. Is I, this the I, one where, they, where he's like, it's a little <laughs> too rough or something? That's the that second line? one. That always stuck with me. I'm like, the second one has way more <laughs> The second one has what? A lot more one-liners and like yeah. memorable The second one is like... more cartoony than this one. This one is yeah. the darker, grittier one that I want them to make again. No, I mean, I, I like I said, I'm with you. Like, if I were to put it on, I could, it would bring me back to having a blockbuster vhs tape pulling it out of there making popcorn on a friday night type of thing like that that's exactly the mindset that's gonna have you shown your kids the movie Uh, me no i have i don't even know i don't know where i I think it's streaming on hbo max if you have hbo max yeah i do so is it all three of them definitely show the kids that i mean see what they think my my, my niece and nephew love these movies they love them yeah I don't see why how you couldn't. I mean, it's it's very cartoonish with just how the animation is with like the animatronics and that kind of stuff. Where I remember as a kid, just thinking like, "This is so sweet." They're like, I wanted one of those suits. Once I realized they were suits, yeah. I've actually seen <laughs> them in person too. They had like a show where they came to Denver, and they were like did this like concert kind of. Yeah, thing. that wasn't the same suits at all. <laughs> that was not the same suits at all. Are you sure? That yes, was, I'm 100. I, I know what you're talking I about. I got like a fake piece of pizza that was like rubbery pizza. I got to like take home. <laughs> it was the coming out of our shells tour that you were talking about. Uh, it was great. <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> It was great. It was same great. Exact same suit. Which is which is good. It was good <laughs> for different reasons, but also completely fucking terrible for other reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of music, the music in this movie is fantastic too. Like, the, I don't know if you are familiar with the soundtrack at all, but I can throw it on, and it's so so good. It's so so good. I used to love soundtracks when I was little, like that age, watching those movies, yeah. like all the CDs that I owned and stuff. Yeah, I have a lot of soundtracks. Where it's all soundtracks. Yeah. <laughs> and then just to, just to cap it off, we have to talk about that the the way that Shredder is introduced in the movie. You remember any of that? I remember him not really being in this. It's being in the shadows, this, right? Like, it, it was... music, like shadows, and you hear like the footsteps, and then he he has this like crazy cape on, and it's just dragging on the floor, and then he just reveals himself. It's like the fucking coolest villain entrance like I've ever seen in any movie. I love it. The way they treat Shredder in that he's movie, a... like he's no fucking joke at all. Like he is like. A serious, and he was scary. Serious, scary dude. Yeah, I liked his helmet. Yeah, sounds yeah. pretty sweet. Very sharp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. You could say he's a sharp dressed man. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>
win, lose, fight. All right, guys. So my least favorite, it's going to be pretty short because I feel like it should be with your least favorite movie. I mean, there's not a whole lot to talk about. This is coming back from 2007 called Ghost Rider. I don't know if you guys have heard of this movie. It's got Nicolas Cage. He's got a flamey head. He um, sold his soul to the devil because he wanted to save his dad who had cancer, which is, I mean, very respectable. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Then the, ne- then the next day, his dad dies in a fiery <laughs> crash. <laughs> what? The funny... <laughs> So, <laughs> so this is how the movie starts. Nicholas Cage, it's a younger Nicholas Cage, and his dad are like daredevils. They jump, they do motorcycle tricks and stuff like that at a circus. They jump through like a fire ring. That's kind of their patent move thing. So he finds out that his dad has terminal cancer. He's in the shop working. They, this random guy just shows up and says, hey, you know, what's wrong? I can actually solve any problem you have right now. He's like, okay, well, my dad's dying of cancer type thing. He's like, okay, you know, would you want to save him? He's like, I'd do anything. He's like, okay, sign here. Pricks his finger and he's like, what? Signs this thing and it's signing his soul to the devil. So he's like, your dad will be as healthy as a horse tomorrow. Everything will go away. Then he wakes up the next day. His dad's perfectly fine. He says like, hey, I was going to tell you I had cancer, but the doctor said it's all gone. I'm healthy as a horse. And I'm like... (laughs) Okay. And then the next, like 20 minutes later, he's on his motorcycle at the circus. This dad is goes through this fire ring crashes. The worst thing about this. So this fire ring is like what a horse, you know, like you see like a horse will run, like jump through. It's like two feet off the ground. And there's no way a human person would die from this (laughs) crash. And he automatically just dies because, but he would just save from cancer. And then there's like who it was. It was, the devil, but he's just like, it looks just like a regular man comes back and he's like staring right there. And he's like, what? like Nicholas Cage's character is like, but you just saved his, like, he's like, yeah, I you saved for, You forgot cancer. to tell what saw, um, Nicholas Cage's so, character's name is. Johnny Blaze. If you didn't, if you didn't know. <laughs> so that's how this movie starts. So you're just like already like, what, like, what is this? Then you go into it. And the I Fantastic mean, there's Four so many. That, what's his Johnny name? Storm. Storm. Johnny Storm. It just changed a little. It's just close, the last name's yeah. a different character. <laughs> yeah. It's just like super cartoonish and not a good way. Like there's good, you know, there's sometimes where it could be funny and you understand like they're trying to be serious in this movie and it's just cartoonish. Super cheesy lines. I mean, it's Nicolas Cage. So, I mean, if you've seen any of his movies, you kind of know what you're getting into with that type of acting on that end. The special effects are terrible. He jumps over six helicopters on a football field and he's like hey how much nitrous do you have on this bike and he's like enough for the uh, spaceship or something i'm like what is this and he sounds shows him awesome like jumping (laughs) (laughs) over this and it i mean it just is so fake and i mean it's 2007 i mean the cgi stuff is i mean decent at the time and it just just terrible oh also he sucks at his job so he's a daredevil (laughs) he jumps all the Freaking, he wrecks every time. That's their job. Yeah. <laughs> no one that comes wreck. to see him do it. But the reason is, is like he's not scared of wrecking because he can't die because he's this ghost rider dude. So he's like, yeah, just add more stuff, but no one knows it. And then he's just like, yeah, like the first scene, it looks, they're like, you should have died. Like you broke your neck, it looked like on this fall. And he's like, oh, 
must've just got lucky. I'm like, they're just terrible all around. So like the fact that he just sucks at being a daredevil is also a bad thing. The person who the, was a writer on this one also wrote daredevil, the movie oh, with Ben no, Affleck. So, oh. so, I mean, it's just, you know, he, he just on a train track of terrible movies. Which so, one came I thought, daredevil was, uh, did this come I thought first? that was your second favorite. Did this come first or after daredevil? Either either way, uh, I'm surprised he got another job after whatever movie came fucking first. Yeah, it it's just so terrible. And I was watching it again today just to just the first. So I actually before today, I've actually never been able to sit through the entire movie. <laughs> so that also shows that it's a terrible movie. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm just gonna go here, sit down, just so I can confirm some points that I was thinking about. And then I watched it, and I'm like, I got to two thirds of the movie before I turned it off. So. I couldn't tell you how it ended, but I don't think it was very good. So that was my worst movie as Ghost Rider. I have a very specific memory of this movie. Um, I worked at Best Buy in college, and they would. I worked at Best Buy in high school. So yeah, I'm at high school. Why did I say college? Holy yeah. shit! <laughs> where where you? What what? Where did you work? Oh, customer service. I worked customer service too. That's fucking weird. Yeah, remember at the, my last one, I told the story of returning that AC unit. At, Did I not say that I worked there too? Not last. Weird. I yeah, so. I worked there for a year. <laughs> That's so crazy. Anyways, like they they would play this movie on repeat in the <laughs> like the video section. So my memory of this movie is in short clips of just being in that section, and and it it is fucking awful. So bad. I, I mean, I can appreciate it because I love bad movies like this. Like, this is a bad movie yeah. like that you that has some <laughs> redeeming qualities because of how bad it is. It, it's a funny movie because it's bad, but it's not like they're not trying to make it bad. Yeah. Like, it's just a bad That's movie. The because, best kind like, of they bad tried movie. really hard to make, it to make it bad. Yeah. Like, I would argue it has redeeming value because it's bad, but I can understand why you would hate it. I completely agree. Yeah. I think the fact that I yep. haven't thought about that movie since like it came out is how bad it is. <laughs> <laughs> I like would have never even considered that. I didn't even like not on my radar at all. You're letting him kill Martha. What does that mean? Why did you say that name? Find him. You know what is on my radar for really bad unwatchable movies is Batman vs Superman and the Dawn of Justice. Thank you because I'm, I'm glad you're you're saying this because I wanted to say it but it's not mine. But thank you. And it hurts my feelings to say it too because I love Superman and like growing up like when all the Superman movies were coming out like the one what is it Man of Steel I think I like pre-ordered it like as soon as I could I was all excited for it and then like. People were really hard on it, and I was like, my job was to kind of defend it. Like, wait, wait, wait you like that movie? I, it could have been my next movie that we talked about, oh. like a guilty oh, pleasure, okay. but um, it's not. But I just like, I don't know, I just so excited that we were kind of in that like group hold, hold, of like hold, hold, superhero hold movies. Defend, defend that movie for me, just right now. Right now, yeah. I'm just saying in general. No, 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 no. I want you to. I want you before you before you go into Batman vs Superman. <laughs> defend Man of Steel for me, real quick. CGI was getting pretty good. Superhero movies were getting some traction and Man of Steel came out at like a pretty good time. Whereas like it had, it could have been really good. So I was really excited and I didn't want it to be bad. So I was like willing to look the other way in a lot of regards when stupid things were happening and like 
horrible character development and like things that just had no point in being in it were happening i was like well his suit's cool <laughs> there's a couple of good scenes where it's like he he's got his powers they can kind of show him like flying actually looked pretty legit you know like there it had a lot of potential and like i don't know like kind of a unique story like how the the very beginning of it is like 15 minutes of just krypton like no a lot of other stories have like tracked that um, so that that was the movie that batman versus superman's foundation was built on Right. right. So this is like DC's version of like, okay, we're going to start laying. So it's already kind of, kind of trying to swim upstream right now. Like it's already failed yeah. for sure. Yeah. So it's off to a rocky start. Fast forward a couple of years. I don't know when that one came out, but this is 2016 Batman versus Superman. What's it called? Dawn of justice. So this is like literally laying the groundwork for justice League to come out as soon as it was done with his paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can't even handle people that want to try to have the argument that this movie is based on Batman versus Superman getting in a fight. I think this is the stupidest thing in the world. Like there's no chance if you ever have like read a comic book and know anything about their powers and what like any of their capabilities, it's just not even a question. And then the thing that really drives me crazy is like the casting. I love all the actors. I think they're great. And I think um, a lot of people like don't really know Henry uh, Cavill. Cavill, his like story of, he was like runner up in like 40 movies. Like he, he had his like big break was coming around like all, like he was going to be Edward uh, Cullen or whatever. And so stupid. Twilight. Hey, Twilight. He, he dodged, yeah. hey, he dodged a bullet. Yeah, there, but I'm just saying so. like he had, he had these big breakthroughs. That was like an actor. Like that would be exciting for him to get these like huge roles. I think he was like almost Wolverine and he's like, he's either too young or too old or too like not the right size, whatever. And then even as like Superman, everyone's complaining that he's too short. I was excited. I really like him. And I was excited for him to be Superman. So I, I want to f- preface this with, I liked all the actors in this movie, but they're just so horribly cast that I like can't even watch them like trying to be these characters. Um, wait, 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 the wait. what do you one, mean they're horribly cast? They're good actors and they, they've, they've all done movies that I really like who they are, but whoever's in charge of picking them to play like Lois Lane to play, um lex luther yeah yeah so jesse eisenberg is lex look luther. that that, like, that was that was one of the worst i can't even like pretend that he that's who he is in this movie like and and then he doesn't do a good job in this movie i want to say i like him in lots of other movies he's a good actor in this movie he tries to be like the riddler and then like the joker and he's just like it's like what happened Wait, you- is cram all these weird characters together and like he's not lex luther in any way shape or form you don't like when he puts Jolly Ranchers into other people's mouths? I don't like anything that he does for a second in this whole movie. Tom, like, can you explain to me why <laughs> he would introduce Clark Kent to um, Bruce Wayne? Like, what, what's the point of that? There's no point, right? That makes no sense, too, because they're, like, literally before that, he was saying how Clark is supposed to be, like, covering the Gotham football team or something. And so he was, like, spending time in Gotham City. And he's like, who's that? Like, someone who's been to Gotham wouldn't know who Bruce Wayne is. Because, like, I can't even handle all these weird things like that. But, yeah, and then Amy Adams, who is Lois Lane, is nothing like any Lois Lane in any comic or any regard. Basically, like, the way that they say that he can get away with a fight where Batman might stand a chance against Superman is if he builds an Iron Man suit. That drives me crazy. They don't, I think no one like really understands, like it doesn't matter what's around your head or like if you're in a suit or not, like if Superman punches you, you're just going to explode. 
and then like your internal organs like hitting inside of your body is what's going to kill you not actually like <laughs> i just can't handle anything about this movie they waste doomsday he should be a huge building character that should be a part of uh, oh yeah they like completely uh, this whole justice wasted. league series like and they just kind of throw him in as like a nonchalant thing at the end that just i don't know i can't handle that i can't handle that at all like everything that happens culminates over like somehow Lex Luthor knowing all these things that they never explained how he knows them. Like the Martha thing, for some reason, like that's what ends the fight is they find out both their parents, both their moms. Yeah. That's one of the worst fucking scenes. The way they use kryptonite. Like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. on. We got to stick on this Martha moment for a second. We can't save Martha. (laughs) We can't gloss over it because this is when the movie we're watching this movie and you're like eh, okay batman batman branding people that's fine it's kind of like not what he does but i can understand that superman yeah, that's so dumb too yeah but but the fight like right when they're starting to fight they fight for what like a few minutes like the movie is called batman versus superman they fight for a few minutes and then the movie like the fight stops when they find out that their mom is has the same name like why How do you know that name yeah. yes why why don't even get me started i can't let's just not even talk about this i feel like you've gotten started that's what's funny <laughs> yeah, that's already gone too <laughs> like, far th- that's that's where the movie falls apart completely i feel like i mean at the very beginning he could just go oh we're gonna fight and then just like shove his hand in his mouth and wiggle his fingers around and batman's head would explode and you're like okay that's done he's like trying to shoot him with guns and stuff like you don't Batman's supposed to be smarter than all of this. Like, I'm gonna lure him to this one warehouse, and I, I don't even. I can't. Yeah, I think there were a lot of decisions made as a result of the reception from Man of Steel. Like, this is a movie that failed because of that Man of Steel movie. Like, like they, a lot of the story and plot lines were taken from the crit- criticism of that movie. Like, the huge fight scene at the end of Man of Steel, where like buildings were falling and probably a bunch of people were dying directly resulted in the reason why Batman and Superman were fighting. But that was even in like the Marvel movies. That's a big reason where like civil war comes in and there's like, you're destroying all these things during these fights. Who's held accountable and stuff. Yeah. But there was like, there's a lot of, there's a lot better writing and a lot of better buildup and more reasoning in those movies than, than, than this movie. That's kind of why Endgame is the best. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why doesn't Batman just get the kryptonite and then shoot Superman? They do that, but even then, like... Well, yeah. if, if they yeah. had enough time to build up character development through a bunch of movies and, and Bruce understanding that kryptonite is Superman's weakness, like in the comics, Batman always mm-hmm. carries a kryptonite ring just in case he has to yeah. fight Superman. Like, and, and you know why, because yeah. Batman's smart. And he understands that exactly. shit can go down. Like they don't build up that moment. They don't, and they don't do that with Lex Luthor either. Like, he should never be like the one throwing Lois Lane off the building. Like he wouldn't do that. And then like the fact that he just there's no like backtracking like how they use their intelligence and their resources and stuff. They're just kind of like, here's the action part. But it, that, even that sucks. Yeah, they, they this this was way too rushed, and they were they're just trying to play catch up. And I want to, yeah, I just want to piggyback on what you were saying, Skiff. Like, if they had time to build it, I just want to point out they did have time. Yeah, they chose not. <laughs> they to. chose not to. They thought they thought they needed to compete instead of doing their own thing, and just said, "It's okay if we're five years behind them. Let's just make a good product." They're like, "No, let's do what they're doing yeah. right now." That is 
fucking failure on a colossus well, scale. So, uh, but they did they did the same thing on Justice League well, too, right? Like, well, just, right, Justice League. Like the, 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 they think <laughs> because they have a uh, like the big three. You know, you have Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. You can just do whatever the fuck you want. Marvel again. I'm going to go back to this limitations thing. So when Marvel yeah. first started making movies, they didn't have their big characters. They didn't have Spider Man. They didn't have the X Men. So they had to make do with lesser characters. Yeah, nobody cared about Thor, like Iron Man, yeah. Captain America. Yeah, they, they had they a... had to get creative with those characters, and and it's it it sparked creativity where it might not have come from. Like you can see the direct opposite of that with Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, and what they're doing with that. Yeah, they they created the highest grossing movie of all time in Endgame. It's just crazy, <laughs> like how good Endgame was. Endgame would have no, been nothing no. without Infinity War. <laughs> there you go, Logan. Now you're starting to play the game. There you so, go. Anyways, that's the worst movie. All right. and, I, <laughs> and even in Deadpool, he has a line where he walks in. He's like, sorry, I'm late. I was fighting this other superhero. And then we found out our, both our parents are named Mark. <laughs> Logan, like, I'm glad you said that. Like, That was gonna be my pick until i found until i have my pick but like i i hate that movie so much i like, can't i've even i've seen it once and i've watched it like halfway through and i was like i can't even bother. yeah 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 i bet fifty thousand dollars for poison ivy a hundred thousand I'll borrow it from you. Four million. Five million. That's a utility belt, not a money belt. Six million. Seven million. Never leave the cave without it. You two boys aren't gonna start fighting over little old me now, are you? Alright, so for my bad movies, I was looking at all sorts of lists. I was like, alright, Catwoman with Halle Berry is fucking so bad spider-man 3 disappointed me on a level that was just too bad i, 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 I fantastic- would suggest revisiting spider-man 3 with a different with some different eyes just i would suggest it because i i hated that movie too but i'm coming all right I'm coming around what? to it how with which actor which actor is in that one yeah and how about in, mm. in the spider-verse where he goes oh we don't talk and about uh yeah. yeah and uh <laughs> i did this that's 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 when I got locked into Spider Verse. When they ripped on yeah. Spider Man Three, I said, "Let's go." I'm just saying yeah. they can look, look at look at the look at that movie outside of the time you saw it and your expectations of it, and and appreciate it for how stupid it is because it's so stupid, <laughs> so bad. All the Fantastic Four movies uh, just are head scratchers. Like, what are you guys doing? Let me lead that into the worst comic book movie I've ever: Batman and Robin. 1997, okay, with George Clooney as Batman. Is this Rotten Tomatoes too? That's forever. No, that's Batman Forever. Okay. So Rotten Tomatoes gives it a score of 11%. IMDb gives it 3.7 out of 10. Its budget was 160 million, and it grossed 238.2 million. So it made money, and that I hate that it this movie <laughs> made money. I just wrote down the cringiest moments of this movie. I'm not going to go through like the plot line because that would be fucking stupid. But like the cringy stuff. At the very beginning, it says a Joel Schumacher film. Oh, you think this is a film? How? Okay. It's not a film. Film to me is like, has some thought. This had no fucking thought to it. 
the bat suits with the bat nipples. Give me a fucking break. The, the dated references with Robin flying down and he yells, Cowabunga! I was like, fuck you again. Then they're like trying to get the, they're, they're trying to get, <laughs> they're, they're playing hockey with the diamond and they have bat skates in their fucking shoes. Oh my God. And then we get to where they're bidding on Poison Ivy and he has the bat credit card. He goes, never leave the cave without it. I want to fucking blow my brains out every time I hear that fucking line. And, and other stupid little things. When the when uh, Alfred when the uh, Alfred's niece is trying to get in and it says like access denied, access denied. Um, and then she finally puts in the right password. And then the machine all of a sudden has a personality and changes it and gets all sexy and goes access allowed. <laughs> I'm just like fuck, fuck you. <laughs> this is so stupid. And then did that turn you on, Bacher? Well, yeah, that was another reason it made me mad because then I got hard. <laughs> So like, what? <laughs> I'm so mad about this. <laughs> and so then, and then when they get done fighting Poison Ivy and they go to fight Mr. Freeze, and all of a sudden they're in ice suits, their suits change in the middle, ice, and ice then to all meet the you. I love that line. Uh, all the and that's what I was gonna say. All the puns. There's so many puns, and actually the puns are the only thing that save it because we can talk about it later. But it's like the plot issues. Like, how come? Um, why does Freeze's gun work on Batman? How come it doesn't work on Batman like it works on everyone else? They, he freezes, he uses it and it freezes everyone and then he puts it on Batman and he puts Batman in like handcuffs with ice. What are you doing? And then when he has Batman, like Robin is, is, hurt, is uh, frozen and then he goes, I'll kill, you ne- I'll kill you next time. Why don't you kill him right there? <laughs> Fucking half of the battle's already done. Robin's gone. Fucking kill him. And then when Poison Ivy storms the bridge and like is threatening to sue and all this bullshit. And then he goes, Hey, why don't you come to this party tonight? Like, why are you inviting this woman that just broke through security to your party? What the fuck are you doing there? And then why does furiously like, like just getting destroyed on the paper and ripping the pet. The pen was like talking to me like, what did I do to you? Cause I was fucking so pissed off. Why does Alfred make a secret video and gives it to his niece and says, you can't open this? And then she opens it and he says, I knew you'd open it. Why don't you just give her the video then? What, what was with the charade of that bullshit? And then, and then he even knew that she would open the secret video because he has a Batgirl ba- suit ba- ready ba- to go. Back away from the microphone. You're destroying everybody's <laughs> ears. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so fucking angry right now. Uh <laughs> Also, why do Poison Ivy and Mr. Freeze team up? Plants, she wants to take over the, the world with plants. He wants to freeze the, the world. Who's, how does that even make sense as to why that they would team up then? It's contradictory. They'll hash it out after uh, they beat Batman. I guess. Uh, fucking, uh, I'm sorry that I've said fuck about 18 times. And then when they beat Poison Ivy, uh, she falls into this plant and, they, and then the plant that she controls eats her. That makes no sense. Like all this, I'm done on that stupid ass movie, but here's a couple funny stories. And here's another reason. And I hated this movie. Then I started doing research and I really hate it now because first, here's a couple funny stories. One, Joel Schumacher would sit on a crane with a megaphone and yell before each take. Remember, we're making a cartoon. Like that's how these actors went into their takes is that the director's screaming at them like, this is fucking stupid. Coming from the Tim Burton ones, coming from even Batman Forever was a little bit 
not as good, but it, it still had some more grittier things to go back to that gritty idea that Skip was talking about. Clooney spoke really critical of the film afterwards saying, I think we might have killed the franchise. Like everyone knew it was bad, but here's the kicker for me. So did you guys know that there was a sequel afterwards called Batman Unchained that they canceled because this was so bad? Do you guys know this? No. Did you know, did you know the premise of, of the plot of Batman Unchained? Why was he better in the first place? He won, right? (laughs) No. So Scarecrow was going to use his toxin to bring a hallucination to Batman's mind that Joker is still alive. And Jack Nicholson was going to reprise his role as Joker. And it got canceled because that movie was so fucking bad. (laughs) That's that's awesome. I have a hot hot take on all that, but we'll talk about that later. This is is Skiff's fucking guilty pleasure, I'm sure of it. Gipsy's the bat nipples, and I need you to. I think this is an awful movie. Yes, this is a terrible movie. But think about this: picture all four of us right now. We're sitting down with each other in the same room, drinking a couple whiskey gingers, and we throw this movie on. How much fucking fun it would be to watch this fucking movie! It'd be so fun, right? I'd watch it (laughs) to just completely shit on the movie the entire time. It'd be awesome. Yeah. I don't think it's. I don't that think it's that bad of a movie. Like, <laughs> like how bad it is is how good it is. It's such a. It's so bad. And I feel like, it, and and this one is kind of on that that fringe where it's like I don't know if like I obviously they're trying to make it serious, but you can't make this serious when you have an Iceman, Poison Ivy. I mean, like they were making it, and I think they were doing it to the fringe of the extent because you're saying, oh, there's too many of these like one-liners with like. You know, don't leave they home without it. I, I feel like they they were knew what they were doing. They just didn't hit as well as they thought it was going to hit. They got a little as being more of a comedy. They, for, they, they uh, misinterpreted yes. what the audience wanted. Maybe even though it made yeah, it, they it made the money, dark. like it was a very gro- high grossing yeah. movie. Just critically, it got destroyed. Yeah, because like you're saying, like it went from like okay, we went from super dark. Let's lighten it back up because it's a com- it's a comic yeah. book movie. They're trying to lighten that up, and I just feel like they missed the mark. But I don't feel like I don't feel like they weren't not not trying to. As do a that. kid, like, I had no of, problem with this movie. I love this movie, and that's what. I, and actually, as a kid, as a kid, I really yeah. liked it too. I remember watching popping popping it in the VHS, going to Blockbuster, getting it, getting some Red Vines licorice, and then going home and popping it in. Like, all right, look at these guys on these boards flying it's down. So dumb, but it's, it's so just, fun. It's like the art direction, the visuals. Like, it's 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 really really fucking out there. And it, that's why I like it. Walker, your your worst movie is now our favorite movie. <laughs> so it goes: Batman, Robin, Avengers, Spider Man, and the Spider Verse, <laughs> Avengers. Man, I can't believe I just yeah. argued for Batman and Robin to just jump the list. Just love incredible so much. So you guys had great, terrible picks. They're all bad movies. Zoe, yes, everybody knows Ghost Rider's terrible, but. The bad acting, the terrible scripts, the terrible special effects are what make that movie so good, so bad that it's good. Logan with Batman versus Superman. Yes, I, I, like, I, like I said, that was going to be my pick if I didn't have this one. But there's been so many great memes from that movie. Like, the, like just recently, the, the Godzilla versus King Kong Mothra meme like if you haven't seen that meme like i love that meme so much like 
And of course, we all love Batman and Robin after discussing that beautiful like, <laughs> favorite topic, right? <laughs> but yeah, please guess what you think my least favorite would be. It's a, it, you're not going to guess it, but I would love to hear what you would think. Is it the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Wrong. No. <laughs> I, 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 just, I just told you I never saw that. I'm trying to think of obscure movies that I wouldn't think were based on comic books. That were really I mean, bad. I like what your, your head's thinking, but I'm going to tell you right now, don't think that way. Um, the first Hulk. Is it like Deadpool? No. Something that what, like, we like wouldn't the one, expect. The, the one with Ang Lee, like the Ang Lee directed Hulk with... Yep. Yeah. No, but that's a good pick. I hate that movie. I hate how they try to put in... Like the comic, comic panels? Or, yeah, oh my God. Bad. I was actually, when, we, when you gave us the topic, I wrote three just off the top of my head that night. And that was my first one. And then I found... Right Go back like, and watch that movie and how terribly rendered the Hulk is. It's so bad. It's not good. It is... It's terrible. It is not yeah. good at all. Which one are you talking about? The the, the Angley one, the one with Eric Bana as Eric the Banner. yeah yeah. That one. The only thing that it had going for it though was they had his scale right. How yeah. big he gets. Yeah, I, and, like, I agree. the new ones. He's never big enough, and yeah. like as he gets matter, he gets bigger, and they That's never what, use that. That's a good point. They never use that in the new one. Yeah, but I'm, have... I'm gonna say you did come after Man of Steel pretty hard, and I feel like you're trying to set me up for you like. Argue no, no, but but that movie. that that's that's on the shit list. That is on the shit list. But you guys will never just go for it. You yeah, guys would probably know. never guess this movie because it's just so like unforgettable. It's not the probably not even it? no. <laughs> it's not it's not on your radar. But um, the movie I'm picking is X Men First Class. Have you seen it? Uh, oh. Yeah. Another yes. one. I haven't, I haven't seen all three movies. Really? Have you guys seen that movie, Logan? I've seen it. Oh, yeah, I've seen, I've all seen of it. Them. Oh, yeah. no, okay. the X-Men movies. So yeah. there's a lot I hate about this movie, okay? So it's basically like a – like it's confusing, right? It's like a prequel but like a remake, like a reimagining of the whole X-Men movies from like the earlier like um, singer first three X-Men movies. Like, but it, but it also takes from those. Mo- it's like very confusing what this movie is trying to do. And there's a lot of continuity errors. It fucks with the timeline. A lot of dumb decisions. And I, I have a real problem with those first three X Men movies myself. Like, I, I think that they're terrible X Men movies. Like, they don't go hard enough with. They don't go hard enough with the real issue, which I think the X Men tries to bring, which is like like racism like persecution like that's at the heart of what an x-men story is um they don't even really they don't talk about that hard enough but um yes nick what 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 would you like to say before i get into why i hate this movie i feel like x-men one was interesting in that it didn't the the whole didn't it all revolve around like a senator who was trying to pass a law saying you can't be a mutant. Like we're going to change all of you. Like, but but, like that wasn't really the movie. The movie was them showing off that their, their power. Like that wasn't really the, I think X-Men two, I think X-Men two showed off their powers. And I think X-Men two was actually really awesome. But I'll, but I'll stop. All right, first class, go for it. Agree right. to disagree, but that, I'm not, I don't want to talk about this. I have a huge problem with the way that they just handle the mutants in general, like the characters, okay. the the, the right. way they look. Like I just think it's bad. And That's I think true. Singer yeah. Singer himself has a lot of problems. So so fuck him. Um, but like the first class is built 
on that base. That's not really my biggest problem with this movie, and I'm gonna send you guys a link. We should think of code names. We're government agents now. We should have secret code names. I want to be called Mystique. Damn, I wanted to be called Mystique. <laughs> well, tough. I called it. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> I'm way more mysterious than you. You should be Professor X, and you should be Magneto. I'm sitting in this movie, right? And this scene comes up. And I'm and I'm and I'm sitting next to Sierra because we're both we're both watching this movie right in the, in the theater, and I feel like I'm being fucking pranked right now. Like <laughs> I can't believe my fucking ears and eyes. This is how they're gonna handle the nicknames, right? This is how they're gonna handle the the code names or whatever. Some fucking Jennifer Lawrence. So I want to be mistake. And you're Professor X, and you're Magneto. Like, I, I've never walked out of a movie before, but this is the closest I've ever came to walking out of a movie. I was filled with so much rage. Like, I literally thought that this was a joke, like, specifically for me. Like, they were making fun of me. I felt like they were telling me I was fucking stupid. Like, I, I, I really... like. The Batman versus Superman Martha meme is on the same level, but like that's been meme for days and now it's hilarious. Like, I think it's a really funny thing in that movie. This is not funny to me. This is just stupid. This is just terrible writing. Well, it's never, it's never been memed either, right? The, like, it's, it's yeah, not, it's, it's like it's nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a right. shit about this movie. Nobody gives a shit about the scene. Nobody cares. It's just like out there in the world and it just makes me so mad that this is a thing that happens like there is so much wrong with this movie like i said like the the continuity errors errors the timeline fuck ups everything but this specific scene encapsulates everything i hate about this movie this is this is like a turning point for me like i hate this so much like i don't know how to describe how much i hate it <laughs> does anybody else feel the same way as me or no i never really took that seriously like this I just assumed everyone knew that's what they were called. And I probably was just confused. Like, why is she saying that? You know, I didn't think like, oh, this is what, that's where they got that name is from Jennifer Lawrence. Like, that's well, not I'm not thinking about, I'm, but like, just take this in the context of the movie and what the movie's trying to tell yeah. you. And this is what they're telling you. Like, this is how I'm gonna be honest. all those names yeah. came about. Like, you don't even really need this in the movie. Like, no. there's no, I don't care how they came up with this, these names. Like, well, that, I really don't give a shit. In that regard, the whole movie didn't need to be there. Like you said, like, it's a pointless movie and just really, like, mixes <laughs> stuff up and just so confusing. It, 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 it fucked <clears throat> up the timeline from the first three movies. And then it was the foundation for the next few movies, which were yeah, awful. Just terrible, terrible, terrible X-Men movies. Like we kind of said in the last one, like, I love the X-Men more than anything. Growing up, it was like, that was my jam eating cereal and watching x-men cartoons mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then i was like <clears throat> kind of the same thing like i was really excited like it could do no wrong in my eyes when like the movie came out and i feel like that those first few movies like laid the foundation for comic book and superhero movies to like come out you wouldn't have the movies that we have today because of those movies yeah. so i will give I, a lot of those movies a lot of credit for doing that right yes and that's where it ends then, it's based on they did a horrible yeah. job and with like when disney got all the rights to it i was like thank 
lord like this is gonna be yeah. if you watch wandavision they're starting to slowly trickle in which is very very exciting because i know that they're gonna do a very very good job with the x-men mm-hmm. but here i just i can't i still can't i can't believe this was in a fuck <laughs> i can't believe somebody wrote these words down and, and then like an actor like jennifer lawrence actually said these words like it's so baffling to me that this happened but there's a lot of cool stuff in that movie that I do like. Oh, that's kind of fun to watch. Like what? Like what? Um, explain, explain, explain it. Tell me what you like about this movie. Because um, I, I really don't have, I have zero feeling. I hate this. Like, it's so dead to me. Like, I it hate it. It was kind of exciting to see, like, younger Magneto and Professor X why? and stuff. Why? I don't why know. That, Just because I didn't, like I was saying, exciting? I didn't really like the Patrick Stewart and... You didn't like Patrick Stewart? I mean, he's all right, but it, was, it wasn't exciting. And then I was like, okay, they're going to revamp things. Like, I, I was excited for them to, like, try again, basically. Like, I was thinking that they were going to have, like, okay, this is some way to create a fresh start. They're doing this weird time frame thing. But they didn't. No, I'm not if saying they that they would have made a fresh start, it, that would have been great. Yeah. They didn't. That's, that's a, another problem. If they would have just cut mm-hmm. off and started over, that would have helped the movie a little bit. But they didn't. Hey, isn't Peter Dinklage in this one, too? Petey Dinks is this. He's is, like, yes, the, he's in it. He makes the he his way around right? to a lot of they our never do is very good with this. No, yeah. no, 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 no. They don't like like we're, we're our foundation for the X Men. I'm sure is the animated series, and that was handled so perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 just so sad to me that the, they haven't gotten it right yet. Like Logan was an okay movie, even though that movie was really depressing. Um, it's a good movie. That, that, that was actually going to be well, maybe one of my. That's a fair uh, choice. That movie bothers me a little bit because of how depressed. It's really, really depressing, and it's kind of mean. It's it, a little mean. Spirit, but it makes sense. Yeah. But the thing is, like the like there's it finally gave closure to something that you never thought would you would have closure for, mm-hmm. because they kind of led into it in the Wolverine when. You know, they have someone track him down. He's like, "I'm done with this. I'm gonna hide away. I can only hurt people." And then they come back and they had that scene with like the bombing and stuff like that, that he actually saved someone. And this guy, now he's just ends up just trying to use him for his power so he doesn't die. But like, I feel like those two were turning points in regards to like the last one where he had those, once he got the adamantium in him. Adamantium. Yeah, adamantium. And then he gets those claws and they're just like extra shiny. And they're like, that movie. That movie has some really bad shit in it. All of them. He just jumps up and Do you remember that? Do you remember that scene when he's in the mirror with his claws and how fucking terrible that shit looks? It looks so bad. They're just like Yeah, that was a very frustrating and like Logan says, like, I'm an apologist for X-Men movies just because I just See, I, love I can't them. be an apologist for it because I I love the X-Men so and they just haven't gotten it right yet. Like they they really haven't. No, I, even when they did the origin, like I thought they were getting there, and then, but also just because of the backstories and stuff like that, where you can kind of get a little bit more in there. But then they just screw it up with just making it too corny, too over no, the and, top. And, and like, then we, we talk about the movies after First Class. So they like to do this like crazy, like decade jumps with these movies. Yeah. And they, they still keep the same characters, and they're still they're they they don't the age same. like it's it's, it's just yeah. crazy. the only good X Men movies are the Deadpool movies, and that's a very very little X Men movie, uh, very little bit yeah. of X Men. They just movies. make fun of X Men yes. in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, as soon yeah. as they had like Rogue, Rogue was always one of my favorite characters. And then the first movie, she was like, I that actress, I don't really know. Much Not about Rogue, her, Anna Paquin. But like she came, I, everyone was like excited that she was in whatever that like vampire show was or something but she's I'm like yeah, that's true blood. not rogue true blood you know in any yeah, way not, shape not or form really. and i like can't get on board with this from the first movie well and then like they have like remy lebeau like he was yeah, he you know was gambit like i i wish they had more of him in the the series because he did play a good part with uh counterbalance for like wolverine and they had in in the origins, they had like just the tiniest part. And I'm like, Dude, that X Men origin movie was was bad from the start, man. They just try to fit so much stuff into one little movie time frame where I'm like, there is, and they could have brought them back though. That's the thing. It's like they could have brought these characters back because you have maybe a, a semi shitty plot line that you could get them introduced and they can bring them in, but they they just fucked it all what's up. The, it was. What's the one with? Is it Apocalypse and? Oh yeah, that is the worst one I would think though. That one is so bad. With have you have you seen the, have you, you seen the one after the the Phoenix? the whatever the Phoenix one? That I never saw that one. Right. I didn't Everyone, think I, I, I didn't think it was that bad after the one after first class you're like right. days of the I tapped out. I couldn't do it. It, was, Every, it, was, it made so mad. I watched Phoenix. Every new one is the worst one. <laughs> but it, sta- it started Phoenix. with first class. First class is the reason yeah. why those movies are so shitty. Like it's built on oh, that. It's so devastating. You. Win, lose, fight. Shazam, bitches. That's that's my. That's the zone I want to see. <laughs> yeah! That's my uh, pick for guilty pleasure. <laughs> Let's go back to Monotone, so though, after the fucking character. Yeah. Uh, 2019 came out, so it's relatively new. It's a story about a troubled teen who is able to turn into a superhero. Pretty much every kid's dream growing up. If So it's like big, but big, but Hey, wait to still right? one of my lines over here, guy. Appreciate you watching <laughs> myself. Okay. Yep. There's actually a scene in the movie that is reminiscent to a scene in Big. Yeah. Oh, really? So That's cool. pretty much the space goes down, down, baby. Down. <laughs> Skip, have you not seen No, I'm just Skip has not seen it. I'm I'm telling you, like the Batman versus Superman movie, like I, I, I don't give a shit about you. Should watch you'll, this you should You will enjoy this movie. I'm about really? to tell okay. you. I'm a, you know what? You know what? Before the, before the next podcast, I will watch okay. it. And report I will back. tell you why you're going to like Great. this movie right now. Okay. Are you going to watch it before or after the new Ninja Turtles? I'm never watching those movies. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Wait till I host the next, uh, my next <laughs> podcast. All Ninja Turtles. I will, I will lie <laughs> through my teeth. Yo, I went through college lying about all the books I read, lying about all the other <laughs> shit that I like. It's real easy to, to fake fake shit like that. All right. All right, guys, back to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so like I said, it's about a kid that stumbles into a situation where he ended up getting superhero powers. It's how I got into this movie is my friend Donald. He says, dude, you should watch this movie. 
And I'm like, okay, I'm not really like going out of my way to look at it. I'm on a flight and it happened to be one of the movies you could rent that time. So I was like, I got nothing else to do. Kill it. Kill some time. Watch this movie. I am by myself on like a, you know, with two other people next to me that I don't know. And I am laughing literally out loud. And they're looking at me like, what are you watching? And I'm like, <laughs> like, I don't know these people. So like, I don't care what you guys think. I should not like this movie as much as I like this movie. So that was my big thing. It was just like, it surprises you, surprises you with like just the type of, the type of jokes that it is. There's like funny one-liners, which, you know, most comic book movies we went through, they have, but there's some dark humor in there, like adult humor. And then the, the, the one big thing that catches you off guard is that the kid himself, he is an orphan. So he goes to this house, like a foster parent house with a bunch of other kids that are orphans that don't have their parents or not. It's just a different, it's just a different aspect of a superhero movie. You, you see it from a kid's perspective. Like this is what's going on. Like this sucks. He happens to get these superpowers just because a bad guy ends up getting some powers and opening up this realm of all the seven deadly sins in the world. So they're like, Hey, this kid himself, he has a good heart, but he is just kind of misguided like most superheroes and are at some point. So he ends up getting these powers, but as any teenager, if you were to get these superpowers, what would you do? How would you, how would you take advantage of this? How would you try to cope with this? First thing you what what are the super what, are, what let, let, let's let's play that game real quick what are the superpowers? so funny you ask how since you have not seen this movie it's funny that you ask that question yes so yes, his please. other uh foster brother they just met maybe 40 hours ago where he moved into this foster home he's really big into superheroes and so he ner- is nerding out like what you're a superhero like this is crazy so they do, they go through a gauntlet of tests. So like, okay, can you fly? And he tries to fly and he just doesn't, you know, he's like, no, I don't think I can fly right now. And then he does, oh, lightning. So he can control like lightning. I get like lightning bolts out of his hands. And so he's like, oh, you can do lightning. Cool. And like he checks it off the list. And then they're like, okay, well, you know, can you do this? And like, so he's making this guy, this kid go through all these gauntlets, see what he can do. Well, what should we do now? And he's like, you look really old. Let's go try some buy some beer. Let's buy beer. <laughs> so they yeah, go, yeah, that part, yeah, definitely. store, and so they go buy some, like go buy, get the beer and whatnot. And these guys rob the convenience store he's in, and he's like, "No, you can't do that." Well, first off, he hides because he thinks he's a little kid again. So he's like, "Oh shit, we gotta hide." And his friends like, "Dude, mm-hmm. you got super, like you're a superhero, like you're Superman, like go protect the day." He's like, "Oh yeah." I am. So he walks over there and he's like, guys, don't do that. <laughs> and then they shoot at him. Well, the bullets bounce off his chest. And he goes, check that off. You're bulletproof. And like, it's just like that whole, like the whole idea of like, you, they're just going like learning on the go. And that, that awesomeness about that, which is, I mean, it's like any one of us. So they don't take themselves so seriously. I think this movie is based off of a situation where it's like, we know we're not Superman. We're not Wonder Woman. We're not, these types of people we're going to make our own niche in this market which is going to be kind of playing off of old stuff or also 
things like you would think of, you would do like, and they, they cult pretty much. That sounds absolutely lovely to me. Like I'm so much more interested in imperfect heroes than the perfect oh. heroes. And that's, that's what it sounds and, like. And this they got is. some dark humor. So his, the, this kid, the, so the main character, his name is Billy, but his buddy foster brother, he, he's kind of a cripple. He has like a, a crutch and stuff like that. So it's a lot different where it's like he uses that dark humor to his like the the, the guy that's a cripple. You're not supposed to say that. So. You can say cripple. <laughs> We've done that was la- that was last episode, dude. We we're, we're uh, clear. We solved all the problems with last um, episode. But like he uses that like as a joking point, like you know all all that stuff. So you get that kind of dark humor, and they have a lot of pop culture references in it. It's just one of those movies that you just find yourself like you're happy that you watched it. You're fully entertained with what happened. It sounds like a movie that was made it for exactly you. is a movie that's made for you. The way you're describing it, and it sounds like a movie I that told was you made for by me. the end of this thing, I'll make you want to watch it, and I'm doing it right now. So remember that when you're judging. It's so funny. It's so it's, about it's, to fucking win this thing again. It's this so is funny. No, 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 because, because when I when I asked you guys your favorites, like. You and Logan had the same favorite and guilty pleasure. It was crazy. So I'm sure Logan has a bunch to say about this. Or you probably already said it, but like Logan. So what I'm going to do is finish. I don't want to run too long. So um, I'm going to finish this off. Where I'm going to um, probably tug at your heartstrings. So the director of this person or of this movie, the writer, um, his name is David Sandberg. And pretty much before all this, all these, this movie, all he does was horror, horror movies. Yeah. So. It, what so kind his, of horror movie? Give me, give me, give so, me some lists. Let me so see if his, I know. His probably, from what I looked at, his probably biggest hit was called Lights Out. Oh, yeah. yeah so he, so yeah. he's the same guy that made that movie or wrote that movie. That You get some type of darkness in there, but it's, I mean, the actual bad characters in this movie, like, they're pretty dark. But the actual content of the movie is very lighthearted, but you get some, some wittiness, some funny, relatable moments. Like I said, the best probably thing about it is, like, it would be us at that age if we had those powers. So I'll leave it at that. You, you got you guys like from a movie. I haven't like, I don't know how you can follow that, that up. I haven't seen this movie, but like, I want to, I'm like rushing to turn my TV on and watch that movie. As soon as we finish this, like that was, that was fantastic. Yeah. though. Oh, man, I wish I would have picked that. <laughs> Dude, I could have, it seems like I could have handled, Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse better than Zoe. I feel like you probably could have handled fucking Shazam better than Zoe. And this fucking snake, his fat, his fast little thumbs can twi- t- could text skip faster than... Oh, mm-hmm. all right. Uh, I'm sorry. Logan, what's your fucking... fucking no, no, no. Mm-hmm. We're still talking. I want to hear whatever... If you've seen the movie, I would love to hear everybody else's opinions on this. What? Movie. Zoe was yeah. eloquent. He did it. No, no, that no. no, no. Logan, Logan wanted to talk about it as well. So I didn't really right, right. But, but Bakker, have you seen it as well? Yeah, I liked it. Okay, well, uh, for that's all those, it? okay fine. Zoe, uh, Logan, let's, let, let's hear what you have to Zoe say. Zoe did a pretty good job. For, um, he did. I think Zoe did he a, didn't really talk I, about the things, why I, it's bad and why, why it's a guilty pleasure. Like, why did the... Yeah, why is it why is it a guilty pleasure? Ah. It's not really like uh I would like to know why it is your that is a yeah. very, very good point. I will say I that will say very, why very it's it's point. I mean obviously you're the host, you haven't seen the movie and you're a person who's pretty well well versed in movies, so I feel like that's a big thing. So it's already a movie that I don't want to see. So that's yeah, yeah, so, so so Bravo. you're thinking you're thinking of something you're like, oh uh, this is out of my realm. I don't have any interest in watching this movie. 
So that's well, the, the thing about it is I'm so familiar with the character. You're... Like, uh, like I love the character. I am, but I just I'm so dead inside. Didn't to... you just ask what are his powers? Oh, I wanted to describe. <laughs> I wanted him to describe it so we could go through and I could tell him what I would do with those powers, but that never happened. Well, I had a good time. So I had, I had a, he has the powers of the gods. I had a uh, one of these. I got a time yes. crunch. I'm just so dead inside of the DC movies. This but one. This sounds like this it's one is outside yes, of that. It realm. is for sure. But what's yeah. annoying is they did the same thing as Marvel did, where they're like, okay, now let's make like Guardians of the Galaxy, where it kind of like changes up the pace and like yeah. it's kind of goofy and fun. And DC's did like, they... oh, we can do that. We'll do that. But but Shazam. Call him it, Captain. Did they call him yeah. Captain Marvel in the movie, or did they call him Shazam? Shazam. Shazam. And then that's they didn't call him Captain no, they Marvel. They called him uh, Mister Sparklefingers. So they never said Captain uh -oh. Marvel in the movie. Oh my god, that's and so go, bad. That's so terrible. Lightning, lightning from my hands, <laughs> lightning from my hands, <laughs> lightning from my hands. <laughs> My daughter really liked that scene, so I had to put it in the podcast. That's that's a that's a that's a good end. So, that's a on perfect that example of the thing that I didn't like about it, though, because he was when he's the like foster kid and he's like trying to find his mom. And there's like this whole story of him trying to figure out why his mom left him and why he's a foster kid and like needs to find his way back. And he's like this kind of like brooding. I don't know how to describe it. He's just kind of like a recluse, angsty. Yeah, like a kid that just yeah. has nothing to do with anyone. And then all of a sudden, he turns into Shazam, and he's like fun loving no i think like it, but, but that's not really that's not exactly what happened because if you if you look at it in the aspect of he was lost and he's like okay i'm here i don't want to be here i'm running away and then you get these powers and he just wasn't used to them and he needed help and for the first time he needed help that he couldn't do because he had one job was to find his mom and this was something he had no idea what to do and he knew someone that could help him and I feel like that's where it evolved into him being. And he also wasn't like that goofy. No. What are you talking? You're wrong. What? <laughs> well, okay, okay, hold, hold on. Before we get like, I, since both of you guys were going to pick this as your guilty pleasure, give me your best reasoning on why it's a guilty pleasure. I want both of your guys' answers. So yeah. first, oh, why, why, it, is it was, it, why is it? Why is it? It was something pleasure? that I would never want to. I never would have thought I wanted to watch. It was something that I felt that. I, I didn't know a whole lot about Shazam. The only thing I knew about Shazam was Lance Cox dressed up as him as a superhero for a superhero party. Lance is one of our friends from college. And, and yeah, right? Lance Cox. Yeah. And uh, and I just didn't know a whole lot about it. So I, I w and I thought it was gonna be super corny, super over the top. With just like after watching the other DC movies, like you're just like I don't I don't need to waste my time because it's a 2019 movie. So it's after all those other shit dc movies came out so like why waste my time with watching this and so i feel like it's a guilty pleasure because it is a dc movie that i actually like logan why would you why would you say this is a guilty pleasure yeah if it because so, it was your top choice right i didn't take notes on it but i'll just off the top of my head i remember i never saw it in theaters i waited till it came out and i rented it at home i had seen there's a com not a comic book uh a cartoon movie that pretty much follows the same thing. So this was like DC's first time where they're like, oh, that's a good movie. We'll just make humans make like, it. you know, exactly the same. So they followed yeah. it a lot. And I could kind of tell from the trailer, like this is pretty much the exact same story without Superman like fighting him too. But yeah, it just was not well received. And there's a ton of plot holes. Like what I was trying to explain earlier is like he, there's no continuity. Obviously there's two different actors. There's the kid actor. And then when he turns into Shazam, he's the, I don't know that guy's name, but. Uh, Zachary Levy. Uh, Zachary Levi, Levi, and yeah. he is actually Zachary he plays a uh, Fandral in Thor. 
He's the one who wields. He's on. He's an Asgardian that wields the like little needle sword. Anyways, they're two different actors, and there's no continuity between the two of them. I think like the it's like, like the when he's when he's Shazam, he's all goofy and fun and like let's go get you know, stuff at the. Oh, he's like not the same personality. And then when, when he's a kid, he's like my mom left me. Like oh man, like life sucks, and I don't want anything to do with the family, and like yeah, he's just not the same person at all. So there's a lot of like bad. Yeah. And then so but, like, the main thing about the movie that pisses me off is they spend the whole movie. He's like, I have these powers. Let's learn what we're doing. Like how do you control it? How do I fly? How do I shoot lightning? How do I do all these things? The culmination of the movie, not do you want to spoil the kids? You're gonna go watch it. The, I don't want this, I don't want okay. a spoiler, so I'm gonna take my yeah, headphones. I'm gonna this. take my headphones out. It's the biggest so problem it. with so the, the kids at the very end. Mm-hmm. He he learns that he needs his whole family to fight the bad guys to fight all the deadly sins, and then all of a sudden he gives this power to all of them, and they all immediately know how to do everything. But the thing is, that though, took the whole movie, the whole point of the whole movie was him learning how to do But the power. thing is, that they only get one power, they don't have all the same powers. They don't. They're, I mean, well, so, like one, has, so like one has. So like one has speed. One has you know strength. So that that's the difference. Is like not they, he he has all the powers when he's by himself, like when he is himself. Yeah. But the other ones have. It doesn't help though. The whole point is like then they're just all kick all these <laughs> evil people's asses and it's like it's like fun to watch and that's why it's a guilty pleasure. But like I'm thinking in my head, this doesn't make sense. The monsters were super scary when they go in the boardroom and they like mass murder. Just everyone. killing people. There's <laughs> monsters in this movie. And then it's like, then it kicks back to like goofy. And I'm like, what, what movie is this? Like what? But I feel like, I think I, I see what you're saying. I like, get that. They didn't... In the pitch meeting, they go over that in the pitch meeting on whatever YouTube. And I don't think I really was aware These of guys... it until Shazam. Until pitches. You kind of laid it out like that. But yeah. These guys need to see pitch meetings. I haven't, I haven't but seen them. I want to go watch great points. You should go yeah. watch that. Skip, it's on HBO Max, FYI. So Shazam yeah. is? Okay, I'll watch it tomorrow. Watch it tonight. Yeah. I might watch it. Actually, you know what? I might watch it tonight. <laughs> All right. I couldn't resist coming back and talking about Watchmen. Oh, right. <laughs> if you're not familiar, it's kind of an ironic situation because the movie that was my least favorite is also directed by Zack Snyder. And I want to preface that also with, I'm really excited for the Snyder cut of the last Justice, Justice League movie that comes Why? out soon. What was that? why just, i think he's gonna tell you it he's might have a chance yeah i'm like there's a he just keep like there's a glimmer of hope that i might go oh that does explain a few things that i hated about justice league i think um, you're gonna be disappointed bro i don't have high expectations but yeah, there's a sliver of hope you should not have high. <laughs> anyway so he also directed this watchman and another thing is this is like one of the first um i don't know how to say not the first but i would say People always walk around going, oh, the book was better than the movie, like Harry Potter, Bakker. Do you feel that way about Harry Potter? Yes, I do. I, let's, okay. I don't – I could start another four hours here. <laughs> okay. so. and, and, and we, and we all feel the same about Watchmen as well. So let, yeah. Yeah, the book, the book, <laughs> yeah, the book was better than the movie. And there's a lot of things – it was just ill-received by a lot of, like, true hardcore fans of the Watchmen um, but there, at the same time, there's a lot of things where I like why I has, keep has, back. I watch besides it, like, me and Logan, year. has anybody read the comic book? 
I have. You have, Zo? I've read it before. I, I've not, I have not read the comic book. No, I I've seen it. the movie, though. I think Skiff might have even introduced me. Or it was definitely came out in college, and I knew the movie yeah. was coming out, and I was like, yeah. oh, I don't really know these characters. You should go watch the... Sorry, the only... Book, I hate to interrupt, but only because I've already talked about my Uncle Tom, who took me out of school to watch Spider-Man, as I referenced earlier, is the one that gave me Watchmen before Watchmen came out and said, you should read this because this movie's coming out. So yeah. I didn't realize how, how, what an integral role my Uncle Tom played Can in I my sh- comic book <laughs> watching shit. This, I love this. I, love, I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this. Like, I'm such a big fan of this. Oh, no, because I was like, I'm just going to breeze over this and make it super short, but we can go through it if you want. Well, anyway, yeah, so I'll do, another, do another hour. Let's yeah, do it. Let's go. So, yeah, I have no, it's like 2009 or 2008 probably, and I'm like excited that this new thing's coming out, this comic book I've never heard about. And I happen to get introduced to Dr. Manhattan, which has ever since then become my favorite comic book character by far. And you and him have, have a very similar personality. Really? Yeah, that's a... <laughs> yeah, that's a... <laughs> we, were, we me about... and Nick were talking about you <laughs> earlier today, and you and him have a very, very similar personality. Yes. Think, is that a compliment? Mm. or I don't You can take so. it. I'm not going to say <laughs> yes or no, but you can take it as it is. If I have at least, it, at least on, like, right away, I'm like, yes. He is Dr. Manhattan. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. That's Logan. Huh. Hmm. I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> the fact that you don't. You're a head case. Makes, makes me happy that you that you don't know how to feel about it. That means you have a yeah. little bit of humanity left inside of your body. <laughs> yes. Yes. But if I had his powers and I experienced things the way he did, maybe I would be more like him. Look, look, I can, can completely understand him being completely indifferent to everybody around him. I completely yeah. understand that. <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> yes. But the thing that I like about him is because the reason he's indifferent is because he, the way he experiences time. So for the listeners, I think we should just say he doesn't experience time linearly like humans do. Right. Is that a good? Yeah. He, he he's like yep. omnipresent. He's he's experiencing the past and the future at the same time as the present. So when he when people around him are getting all worked up about like oh this really bad thing is going to happen, he knows what is actually going to lead, like what the outcome, outcome what the outcome is. Yeah. What the so he, he doesn't get all worked up. And he's like oh that doesn't matter. You really should be focused on this other thing. Or I I'm like that's really cool. Like that's a a whole new idea of like what a superpower is to me. You know like just to be in Logan, that that's your that's that's your superpower, bud. <laughs> yeah, you're on a different that's... like level than everybody else. Like you like me, we were talking about this earlier. Me and, and Nick are like super emotional and like the flip of a switch. Zoe Zoe's just whatever, dad. Dad. <laughs> and you you have like you're a hard person to read sometimes, man. Like, I don't know what's going on in that head. Yeah, dude. Like, when you're excited, you're like, did you guys see this? That was super exciting. <laughs> and then, and then, and then like, when you're the alternate, and the alternate of me and, me and Nick are like, oh, right. or like something sad. I'm like, you can tell I'm fucking mad or sad. And you can tell when Nick, and, like, I, and then, then Logan's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yep. That was that? I just Logan, remember the time I went to a stand-up comedy show with my friend Brian Keelan, and it was Eddie Murphy's brother, Charlie Murphy. 
Oh, I love him. And, and we walk out, and he's like, Ewan goes, oh, man, you hated that, huh? Like, you didn't laugh at all. I was like, that was hilarious, like, the whole time he said this. <laughs> Logan, this is the story I told Skip about going to Avatar. Yeah. Yeah. Logan, I told Skip, like, I was in Avatar, I'm, like, loving him. And I look at him, hey, like, oh, is this oh, the most... Bok, uh, away from the mic. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Logan, this is the story I was telling uh, nope. Skip earlier Back about... Up. Still, there we go. Yeah, it's got a good, it's got a good radius, guy. I said, Logan, there this is go. the story I was telling Skiff earlier, where I, where I, we were in Avatar, and I was like, my mind was blowing, and I looked over to you, I'm like, are you having the best time? This is amazing, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> and we left, and I'm like, dude, was that? And you're like, yeah, that was the most amazing thing. I'm like, I know. Were you in the same movie I was? Like, you're Dr. Manhattan, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> but then when I, when you know, when I am laughing and getting excited, it, it's like really exciting. <laughs> it's really exciting. Like right now, it's really yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Again, this is like, this is the guy from Independence Day where the, like the, the, the buildings are collapsing and everything's blowing up. And he goes, the last 24 hours have been really, really exciting. <laughs> Bill Pope was like, exciting? People are dying out there. Back up. Back up. And you're like, yeah, this is really, really oh. exciting. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Okay. <laughs> oh. So anyways, Watchmen. <laughs> I guess we even need to go over his story and like why I like Dr. Manhattan or just you know, please. I want to hear it. Yes, please. Um, why? Wh- can you, can I? I? Can I describe why I like the character that I'm exactly like? Please, like, let me tell you why. It just doesn't seem fun anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even do it anymore. Um, He's super fit. He definitely has a personality. He big blue himself dick. back together. I can't hear him he he gets hear him? apart and he builds himself again. He took some liberties when he put himself back together for sure. Um, Quite the hanger. Yeah, that's weird too. I, I don't know. I like Dr. Manhattan. He has all these crazy powers. I don't even think I could list them all. But the list fact them. That he... let, let's see how big of a fan you are. Of Not again. Oh, no. Don't do this to him no. again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hard pass on that. <laughs> um. Go look him up if you've never heard of him. To be honest with you, the, the power to possess time and exist out of yeah. out of time is probably the that's amazing. I would yeah. love to have the superpower. Have you guys have, you, seen, have you guys seen the HBO Watchmen? Yes, I watched one episode. <laughs> I've heard really good things. So I liked it. You yeah, guys I need to um, Bocker, You need to finish, or you need to start and finish. Zell finished, <laughs> and Logan, you've seen it, right? I've seen it. Yeah. From beginning, it's it's fantastic, guys. You gotta watch. You know it. what they do that you actually talked about is like the X Men thing, kind of how it's like how are they handling racism? Yeah, and stuff like that, that this this they show do a does a better job. Perfect, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yes. What's up? The whole June, the whole June, uh, Juneteenth. Like a lot of people learned about what Juneteenth was through Definitely. HBO's Watchmen yeah. episode of that. Yeah, it's it's it, myself included, and I didn't learn about it through that. I learned about it watching John Oliver explain the Watchmen episode about it, which uh, makes me feel. Like yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna when this is over, I'm gonna watch um, Shazam. I want you guys to watch Watchmen. I, I think it's worth your time. 
I, I, right. I wouldn't suggest something that's not worth your time. You're going to fly through it because it's, it's that good. Have you guys watched the Titans? No, I haven't heard of it. What is that? It's, I, I think it came out um, in 2000, I think 18 and it's on HBO max. It's, um, it's kind of the dark side of like Robin. Um, oh, really? That's the team Titans, right? Yeah, it, it's team Titans, but I think it's called just called Titans. So anyways, Let's move on to the next person's thing. Whoever that. Well, Lo- I don't think Logan got to finish. Watchmen. Okay, we don't need. To- <laughs> we don't need to talk. Why is Watchmen a guilty pleasure for you? Oh yeah, okay. My train of thought was based on the book. That relative to the book, everyone was kind of frustrated with the movie. So like, generally, it was received poorly because they made some pretty massive changes to the ending, which is like a huge plot hole. That the ending really in the anymore. comic book movie, or the comic book, not the comic book, the ending in the comic book is so ridiculous yeah. that it would be really hard to recreate that in live but action. But they did, they did in the show. Yeah, they did in the show. The show which, definitely which, handled it. Which, which I haven't seen. I, I, I want to argue that I think that this is one of the very few instances where I liked the movie's ending choice better than no. the book. So it just me. Totally so this is where this is the line that people forever. take. Okay, yeah. but this is what makes it a guilty pleasure because people have hated yes. it, and I go, yeah, That's I don't point. agree with the things that they change, but I still enjoy watching it. That yeah. was basically my whole why it's a guilty pleasure. So there's certain reasons why the 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 movie kind of plays it safe with the ending there's certain specific reasons why the comic book ends the way it does um that the movie doesn't stick to because they're kind of afraid to go there that's the biggest problem with the movie i think and that's where everything falls apart um, i mean leading, leading, leading up to the to the ending it kind of follows the the book kind mm-hmm. of closely but it it pulls itself back and it's afraid to do what it needs to do. That's the biggest problem with the movie. Right. The the coolest thing about like the I think every story it's all about the bad guy. Like how how do you feel about like the the evil genius or whoever the villain is? And I think the thing in Watchmen where he's like tells you know the classic like Bond like oh, I'm gonna tell yeah. you exactly my whole plan, <clears throat> and then they're like okay well it's time to stop him. And he's like oh no. Like this happened a few minutes ago or whatever. Like this already happened. Like I'm just telling you what I did, and I was like, that just blew my mind. Like, oh my god! <laughs> like what character development? Like this guy is like a true evil villain, kind of. And I think he's almost a lot like <clears throat> Thanos, where he's like his goal isn't crazy. Like it's an what he does is super evil, but like the the goal of like joining humanity yeah. is like his end goal, which is like okay, well I kind of see where he's coming from, but. Yeah, the goal isn't. Yeah, the goal isn't for his own personal gain. The goal is to progress and move things forward. Right. Yeah. So the 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 intentions are righteous, but the way they go about it is not ideal. Anyways, and then yeah, I was going to transition to the show and just say how interesting it was. It's really weird to me, but uh, Ozzy Mandius, Mandius, his the guy who plays him in the show plays Alfred in batman so he's like uh, wait what ben batman Affleck. he's ben affleck's alfred oh you're right yeah anyways uh bacher right on tier selection
So my guilty pleasures. The thing about guilty pleasures is that it wasn't a lot of comic books. I was thinking of like Drumline. You got served. Any rom-com with Matthew McConaughey. All these are my guilty pleasures. Or Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. So, so everything really... not on topic. Right. That's my problem. Is that I love comic book movies so much, I didn't feel like any of them were guilty pleasures. So this landed, So I needed to think outside the box, which is why I chose Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Uh, made in 2010. And not a lot of people understand that this movie even A, exists, and B, is based off a graphic novel. It has an 82% on Rotten Tomatoes, which sounds like, oh, that's well-received, except I think that's gotten billed over the years, and only 7.54 on IMDb. But here's where it failed. Its budget was $85 million, and the box office gross was $48 million. Oh, really? This, this is considered a bomb wow. at the box office. That, this movie deserved so much more than that. Absolutely, which is what I'm going to get into here, okay? So it's directed by Edgar Wright, and the other directors that watch this, Kevin Smith, who you can say what you want about Kevin Smith movies, but he is obsessed with comic books. I love and Kevin he Smith. Was, I do too, but a, a lot of people may not. Yeah. But he was impressed saying, quote, nobody is going to understand what the fuck just hit them. This just brought a comic book to life, which brings full circle. I don't think Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse gets made the way it does without the help of Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Hard that makes sense. Um, I hard agree. How do you figure? It's a totally different genre of a movie. So th- it lays the foundations, though. It lays the foundation. Now, here's the thing. I sat and listened to your fucking half hour soliloquy. I would love if you just listened. Could you do that? Could you you did not listen. You dumbass. You spoke it into my time every time. So everybody listening, this is an insight to what it's like to live or be around these two. Is this right here? So buckle up, listen, Buttercup, let's go. Uh, in addition to Kevin Smith saying that, Quentin Tarantino and Jason Brightman also were really into this movie. Like they understood what it was. This movie was ahead of its time. It was made, and no one really understood what they were watching. It was like the the animation on Spider Verse was another level, but this was like watching a comic book come to life with. It had the panels, it had the, the speech bubbles, everything popped off. For me, what I really liked, and, that, and it goes back to my, to what I said with the uh, end game, was the nostalgia. All the video games, especially Zelda, like the sound clips that was going on with it, was bonkers. Actually, let me ask real quick. Like, Logan, have you seen this movie? Yeah. Zoe? Yes. Skiff? Of course. I grew up playing Zelda. I grew up just playing video games where you needed to face the boss. And at the, like, the premise of this movie was that he worked through all these seven X's to get to the boss. And I was just like, yeah, I did this my whole life. This, I felt like I was playing a video game while watching a movie. And then on another personal note for me, the bass playing is that he played bass. I played bass in my little rock and roll ska band. So, yeah. You had a rock and roll ska band? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so adorable. So, That's adorable. I love it. I so do you know the name of it? I can't remember it. It was uh, Rooting Puppin, for Puppin Red. Puppin Suds? Was it Puppin Suds? It was, 
No, that should have been a couple sets. Rooting for Radley was my ska band. Yeah, I would rather remember that. Explain, explain that. We just thought that if there was a kid named Radley, we'd root for him. Radley's a great name, but that's very I odd. I don't know a single person named Radley. But that'd be Wait, rad no. if you did. But if you knew for him, if you, you root for him. You probably need to root for him if you knew Radley. Right. <laughs> he needs all the rooting he can get. I'm not going to go through the whole list of everything. There's just a couple things I want to talk about. The cast of this movie is bonkers as well. Yeah, Michael Sarah, who's coming off the peak of Superbad, and he delivers as my and he, he starts to get typecasted, I feel like, in my opinion, but right now he's in the sweet spot. But you have Chris Evans, who's Captain America, Brie Larson, Captain Marvel, Brandon Ruth, who's Captain, Superman. Captain Ruth. <laughs> no. Wait, what did I say? Did I say it wrong? That was a bad joke. You said Captain oh. Marvel, Captain America, Captain Ruth. Stupid joke. Let's continue. Who's Captain Ruth? No one is Captain Ruth. Nobody. That's the, the joke. joke of a captain. That's the joke. All the captains. It was a captain list. Everybody's oh. going to be captains. Anna Kendrick. Now, she's not in an actual comic movie, but Anna Kendrick before Pitch Perfect, which if we're going to get into guilty pleasures, I love Pitch Perfect. Oh, my God. Aubrey, Pitch Perfect 1 and 2, by the way. Aubrey Plaza before Parks and Rec. Jason Schwartzman, who just crushes everything. And then did you guys even know that Bill freaking Hater is in this movie as the voiceover? He, oh, I like, didn't know that. Right. This movie fucking slaps, all right? And I say that as a pun because do you slap at the base? Yeah. Get Paul it? Rudd. Cut. Yeah, Paul. Cut. I'm Paul not Rudd. cutting that. No, I'm not cut. It's Paul Rudd, which ties into that this is a base thing, that I like base, and Paul Rudd's Ant-Man. It all ties together. And the Here, time machine. Who needs a time machine? Gun this to 88. <laughs> Here's the thing. I love this movie. If you go and really dig into it, I'm not going to get into it because, you know, we've been talking a long time. Edgar Wright did an amazing job editing this, putting in visual Easter eggs and everything else that we've talked about throughout this whole podcast. But here's my hot take. This is why this is my guilty pleasure. I think a lot of people now would agree that this is a good movie. For me, this movie is better than every Tarantino movie. Every Coen Brothers movie, Stop. better than better than The Departed, and it's better than There Will Be Blood. All these movies that just like one Academies. I'm sorry. To me, this movie is better than all of those, and that's why it's my guilty pleasure. Because I you think it's better than Pulp Fiction and yeah, Inglorious yep. Bastards. You think it's yes. better than those two movies? Why didn't yeah. you pick this as your favorite movie? <clears throat> Because it's because it didn't do for me what what the cinematic event of Endgame did. Endgame, and now we're talking about films and movies. All right, as a movie, as a film that was made creatively, this is one of the most creative movies that was ever made of all time, in my opinion. For the time being, at 2010, forget that after 2010, just at 2010, it's one of the most creative things and thoughtful things that's ever been created. Endgame is my favorite movie because of what's made afterwards, which was the cinematic event that it was. So my guilty pleasure is that this is so much in my, and I understand this. I is, think is I would have not, respected you more if you put this as your favorite. 
than yeah, guilty. you seem way more excited about this, and those are some it's not, claims. dude. You said that this was better than <laughs> any Tarantino movie. Like, are you Correct. fucking kidding me? And it's not. It's your guilty pleasure. That's very right. odd to me. That that is. Do you not understand? That's why it's my guilty pleasure. It's hard to admit no, 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 that no, I no, like no, this no, movie no. more than that the makes, most others. That makes zero sense to me. Okay. I feel like he's okay. going over the top a little bit. You can, no, I'm not. You think it's better? You think this movie is better than Pulp Fiction? I wrote it. You really think this movie is better than Pulp Fiction? Like it's a yes. good movie, but you think it's better than Pulp Fiction? Yes. I think For what he's. All... Trying, I think what he's trying to do is get a well factor out of us. I'm not trying to get a wife out. Oh God! Because he, he he's trying to win us over with how much he loves this movie. But I was not, on your awesome. side until you said any of that last. Like three or four sentences. <laughs> I understand. I understand. This is the problem with me and the way I enjoy cinema to we're not, other people in the way we're not smart enough. No, 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 no. no. He's not smart I, enough. That's that's the problem. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm admitting that I'm not smart enough. That's what I'm admitting. There's like this I I would rather watch a movie that's based on Zelda theme music and like and like these little comic book ideas of just like just the stupid things like when he's facing his first ex the guy has half his face covered so he has one eye and he points him with one finger but then when he faces his second ex they're pointing with two fingers it's these little things that i really really enjoy and i know that the the tarantino movies and all these other movies have those too but my point is that I feel differently, and that's why it's guilty. And you know what? You guys, fuck you. I'm being vulnerable, okay? You asked for guilty <laughs> pleasure, and this is what I'm giving you. I love this movie more than those other – like, I have Andy Hogan and <clears throat> Davis O'Rourke are friends, and we talk about movies. They love movies because of the film and the art that's there. I have a little bit of a different viewpoint. But why is, this, this, why is this guilty for you? I don't understand why this is a guilty pleasure for you. You it guys are like all only because of the low box office. You guys are all right. judging me right now. That's the guilt. No, the guilt. Do not this is, this should be your favorite movie. Yeah, we're judging on how you're rating it. You're, you're rating you're, it. You're, you you are rating it as your favorite movie, but you're not saying it's your favorite movie. Right. No, it's not. It like Endgame. Endgame. You just said is it was better. better than any Tarantino movie. That's like a, the best movie ever made. Then no, I don't. I don't understand how you guys aren't connecting <laughs> the dots here. I don't get it. Endgame is the best cinematic event that I've ever had, which if we want to rewind the tape, I'll just fucking cut out what I said and put it here again. Please. This is already fucking long Please. enough as is. <laughs> like, no one gives a fuck at this point. Okay? Endgame was cinematic to a point that, like, it was something that I've never experienced before. But if I'm going to evaluate a film, I don't know why that I like this film more than I would like There Will Be Blood or any Tarantino Dude, film. Do you know what's a really like good movie? Kick Ass. That's a really good movie. Dude. <laughs> Who's also Pietro. Who's yeah, exactly. Dude, I cannot believe you didn't pick this as your favorite. I would have respected you more right. if you picked this as your favorite. It's not. <laughs> but you said you- I think it should be your favorite. You think Endgame is about on the same level as Pulp Fiction? No. He says it's better than Pulp Fiction. You're missing my point. Endgame is a cinematic event. I think you're caught up in the spectacle of Endgame. I don't think that's that's the best way to judge a movie. 
uh, on the spectrum. You said what your you said, and I can actually take your quote and I'll put it here just Please. to fuck you over. <laughs> what is your favorite comic book movie? Not best, favorite. Mm-hmm. Endgame is my favorite, not best. Isn't Spider Verse your favorite? <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> If we're talking films now, if we're talking films, so your second favorite, okay? So you are ashamed that you like this movie. I am not ashamed. Then that's not. Then it's not a guilty pleasure, my boy. You're judging the fuck out of me right now. The fact that I have to stand trial makes it a guilty pleasure. It is. No, how you? No, 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 how? No, 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 no. Guilty pleasure for you. You are talking about your favorite movie and trying to pass it off as a guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. No one's listening to me. We are all. We're all listening to you. You think we're trying to make some distinguish between a movie and a film that I'm not really following? Are they different? Is he saying? What's my favorite movie? What's my guilty pleasure film? It seems like that's the argument you're trying to make. Mm. Finally, Logan gives me an argument that I can actually kind of <laughs> fucking understand. Okay, a please bit. elaborate then on that. Me no, or Logan? Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I just, that's all I'm picking up from what you're putting down. Dude, look, look, I, I agree really with you that Scott Pilgrim is a, stuff, a, is a but... great movie and. Yeah, I like it. I All your points are great. You haven't told me why it's a bad, why it's a guilty pleasure for you. Well, first, first it came out as a bomb. No one liked yeah. it at first. It's gotten more traction the longer it's been out. So, so you think it's more of a cult, a cult, a cult classic? It's totally a cult classic, but mm-hmm. it's but what's bad? What what is bad about the movie that you are embarrassed I don't, to like about it? Uh, personally, I don't think there's anything so, bad about so it. Then like, it's not a guilty pleasure. Yeah, there's lots of things I'd hated about my. There should be something that favorite. you don't like about the movie. What do you not like about it? I don't like that you that you just now fucking ripped me apart, and that Andy Hogan and Davis O'Rourke actually no, they're not. They're, they're, they're not. Those. They're not on the podcast, so I don't give a shit about their opinion. I want to hear <laughs> no, about no, no, your no. opinion, not theirs. Andy is not going to listen to this. Davis is listening to it. The guilty pleasures that I can say that this is better than a Tarantino film. In my all of them, that's my guilty pleasure. That I like this better than any. Ter- that's what's guilty for what, me. What? I do I, like, what makes you hate that you like about this movie? Nothing. That I have to have this conversation. That's mm. what I hate. I hate that I have to defend this. No, that I have not to defend it. I, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to get you to tell me what you hate about it, and you can't. Agrees with you. I, I underrated, but the fact that you you what you're defending right now is the fact that. You're say, you're saying it's better than X, Y, and Z movies. You just so, said it was better than like the best movies ever made. Correct. That and I believe make, that. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's that okay to say like I was want to watch. But that doesn't make but it a guilty. But doesn't prove your your point on it being a guilty pleasure. How does that not? I don't like. I don't like admit. I don't want to have the argument with people saying like like you guys like. You're saying it's better than this. Think, yes, I am. I don't think it's embarrassing to say that Scott Pilgrim is your favorite comic book movie. I don't think that's an embarrassing thing to say. Mm. But the problem is you do think you do point. think it's embarrassing. You do think because I do think it's better than those movies. And there's nothing to wrong me. with that. That's not a guilty pleasure, though. That's just your opinion. You're, you're just saying like that's like me saying 
Ratatouille is my favorite movie, and I don't like it's better than any other movie ever made. So it's better than all these other directed things. Like that's not a guilty pleasure though. You're just saying in my list of favorite movies, here's where it falls. Yes, but Skip is arguing. Well, what's embarrassing? What what are you embarrassed to say that you guilty about watching it? And yes. Like I would be ashamed if like my brother watched walked in and I was watching Shazam. He's like, "Oh, this movie is so stupid. Why are you watching this?" I'm like, "Oh, I get a little kick out of it, you know." It's mm. not the same thing. I see what you're saying. I still feel the embarrassment of that. I like this movie more than I think anyone else does. That's how I feel. <clears throat> I feel that you're just really passionate. You 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 it on any Like okay, I think Shazam is better. I feel like it's a guilty pleasure because I feel like Shazam is better than Endgame. You don't feel like that, though, do you? Shazam? You want to get this? No. But no, no. Like, but that, I, I feel like that, like, you're putting your personal opinion over everything else. Like, okay, th- I feel like this is better. That's why it, it is this way where the fact that it, like, you have to feel... Isn't that the difference? Isn't that the definition of a guilty pleasure that you put it over other things? You're embarrassed by why you like it. Like Watching Batman, it. Like Batman like, and Robin would have been a great guilty pleasure. Yes. But, which but was, I which am in- tonight. I thought. <laughs> I don't think the movie pick is wrong. I, I don't think, think it's wrong. I, I think right. you need to tell me. You're not telling me why you, like, you think yeah. it's a guilty pleasure. It's, you're not accepting it. This, uh, this hurts. This makes me, this hurts me on a vulnerable level. They're like, I feel like. I did. I no, feel like you, you, you made the movie sound amazing. Yes, where we all want to watch it again. I but do. I want to go watch. But you, you said it was better than any Tarantino movie. Like you made it sound that's, like a god movie. That's that's where that's where you 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 lose us. Not only us, but you know your votes and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And the fact that, and the fact that, like you're you're putting it against something else that's higher up, like that reason why it's it's supposed to be rated low. It should be the like Shazam for me. I don't expect this to be liked or be equated to better movies than what it is. It is what it is. It's not a good, but it's good enough for me to enjoy. Scott Pilgrim is not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie, but you enjoy it. Don't try to. Compare it to things that are cinematic great. Your it, your description of why it's a guilty pleasure is you haven't proved that point yet to me or any of us, I don't think. Okay, I see what you're saying that I haven't proven the point that I like it better than those other movies. You said why it's good. You haven't told me why you're embarrassed to, to like it. Let's just stop well, talking about who what it's comparable to. Just yeah. You, you, had us, you had us all at like this is a great movie. And then end it with like it. I shouldn't like this. The end. But why shouldn't you like this movie? I have no reason. I don't. My like argument. <laughs> my argument is I why why should I like this more than a Tarantino movie? That's my but, argument. But like, that, why that's, do that's I? where you lose your argument right there. We're on a, we're on a completely different argument, and you lost. You lost the argument. But why? So let me ask you that. Why then can't I say that? You, you can, can say you that. Can say you that, can be but, wrong. But the argument that we're trying to make right now, you haven't made. Bakker, here, let's just throw it in a different world. And you could say, like, my guilty pleasure is Cinnabon. 
and people go oh yeah that's trash like you shouldn't eat that that's garbage food it does taste really good but it's my guilty pleasure and then you just came in and said it's be- it's like a five-star restaurant meal like there it's no comparison this is the best food in the world is what you just did and we're like no we're talking about like you shouldn't be eating cinnabon because it's kind of garbage food like it's just really it's like comparing cinnabon where you should be comparing cinnabon and dunkin donuts where you're comparing and you're just comparing cinnabon to um like like a fine steak like a kobe beef steak or something right you know like something like oh this is the cinnabon is way better if i than the chop house no Michelin star compares to the Cinnabon at the mall. What yeah. But when they're, the, the, the face of face comparison is like, okay, this is Dunkin' Donuts. This is Cinnabon. This is, you know. Does that help at all? It does. I'm, I'm, so. I'm watching his face right now, and he <laughs> – I feel so bad. We only have nine more minutes of this, and I don't want to go through any more links. Make your Walker, point. Make your point on why why you like this movie and why you're embarrassed to like this movie. Just just make Three. it right now. Three words. I drew all. I already said it. <laughs> Three words. I already. No, said. no. Those are your words. No. I already said those are three words, right? No, I already. I said why am I embarrassed about it is because I. This is why I'm embarrassed because you guys are fucking laughing at me, and I like it better than Tarantino movies. That's why. You keep saying I like it better than this. That you can't compare this to make that. A yeah, thing. prove your prove your point without making a comparison. Tell me why you don't why you're yes. embarrassed to like this movie. Because no one else likes it as much as I do. Fair I, enough. Okay. That's way. That's, that's a, a lot that's, better. Yeah, that's that's, a, a, that's an better. argument you can make. We'll catch I gotta you tell you guys. Month. I was really excited for this podcast and all three all three phases went really not the way I thought they were gonna go. Do you want do you want me to tell you my truth? I thought you were winning every round except for this round. You had mm. great notes, preparation. Yeah. Very I was enthusiastic. I can't bring that kind of exactly to it, every time you talk. Look, every enth- time enthusiasm talk, goes a long way. Yeah. Every time you talk, I was like, yeah, I'm on board with you. I was like, you're killing it. Fuck. I'm going to live. And then you bring this nonsense into this. Mix. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm back in the game. guy. Look, and the most, the most ironic thing is I thought this was my strongest. You, look, <laughs> you, re- you really fucked up with this choice. You had no, no. The choice, the, the movie itself, I don't you, feel like it's missed the yes, mark. the choice was yeah. great, but you didn't, you didn't, you didn't lay that and lay it down. With the lightning round, you can still win. Oh, okay. To be honest with you, I'm basing all of my opinion on the lightning round. No, oh, no, yes, That's not good. Yeah, I think Logan's gonna. I think Logan's gonna win the lightning round. I'm gonna base all my opinions on the lightning round. Mm, interesting, mm. because you guys, that, you guys I mean. had a very good point, and I appreciate all of your discussions. But the lightning round is the meat and the potatoes of what I want to hear because I want you guys to know how I want to see how much you guys know about me. That's what it's all about. I want well, you to know how much you know about me. All right, okay. You don't. That's know. You don't know MTV. me. That's an MTV thing. I roll with 12 gangs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Briefly, we'll go through my last thing.
so everyone i i I think, I think our discussion on our least favorite might have been our best discussion i think the last topic was great even though we caught bacher in a kind of a <laughs> sticky situation a little bit that was our good sticky wicket a little sticky wicket but my choice and there's so many things wrapped into this but um my guilty pleasure is such formative years, formative years. Let's see, 1997, I was 11 years old. And this movie, Blank this character, Blank Jack. Yes, this character. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This character shaped my love for comic books like no other character, but the movie is Spawn. Has any has have you guys seen oh, it? Oh yeah, yep. Oh yeah. Everyone. John Leguizamo. John Le. Oh yeah. Well, for, let, I was thinking. I was. I was thinking of making this one my my worst. What were, <laughs> if if, mm-hmm. if if I didn't say what it was because we didn't do this like we did the other ones. What, what, um, what would you have guessed would have been my my oh, guilty yeah. pleasure? What would you have said? I would have guessed. I would have guessed Endgame. By the way, you looked at me the whole time I fucking made my argument for Endgame. No, I told you to not choose Endgame. <laughs> I, I, I that, that's why not that's, choose it. That's why I would have. That's why I would have picked it. I would have said Crow. That's a very good choice. And Zoe, Zoe was the, pretty much the only person that truly. Just, me and Zoe know each Sounds other. Like he's gonna win the lightning round too. Very, very deeply. <laughs> me and Zoe have shared many a nights discussing very deep topics on this. We've we watched a lot of Dragon Ball Z episodes. We've played a lot of Pogs. Like we've done a, a lot of amazing things. Logan, what would you have said? My 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 guilty pleasure would have been. I feel like you've pride yourself in picking things that aren't obvious. Yes. So I would have probably said like. Uh, you have it. You have it in your head. I can see it. Just say it. I was gonna say no. Something weird and like poppy. I don't know. Like really, like Captain Marvel or something. Ready to go? What? Like what? Why would he like that one? You're, you're thinking all that, <laughs> but but yeah, obviously, like Spawn is is it? And, and like I could almost put this movie as my favorite, but it's such a terrible, fucking awful movie. So it's I'm not gonna, that bad. Let, yeah, let, like let, let me talk about the good things about it first, and then we can get into awful. Uh, the actor. Oh yeah, so he's a true freaking like Michael Michael J White. Yeah, the person that plays Al Simmons slash Spawn, mm-hmm. I think, is the perfect cat. His <laughs> Bakker is <Yeah>. yawning. <laughs> I think he is the perfect cast. I, I think you could you could yeah. you could do this movie today and you could still cast him as the character. Mm-hmm. Like I think he's perfect in this role. Mm-hmm. And John Leguizamo, I think completely steals perfect. the show perfect. as the clown in this like I fucking love him. pain and torture he had to put into this movie, like uh, all the pounds and pounds of makeup he had on and, and every scene he had to squat down and and be like that short stature that the clown needs to be. But I, I think those two things are like the highlights of the movie. But um, to get into the character of Spawn, like I am uh, the the creator of Spawn, Todd McFarlane. I'm such a big fan of Todd because of how he's created a career for himself. So he originally started out as an artist for Marvel and he eventually found out that like, 
he was making all this money for Marvel and he wasn't getting his cut that he felt he needed. So he decided to just say, fuck Marvel, started his own comic book line with a bunch of other prominent artists and created created Spawn, which turned ended up to be one of the most and I'm continuing on with the theme, like one of the most prolific independent comic books ever made. Like he made so much money, did he's followed his own path. So that's where the basis of this character starts. But the but when we go into the movie, there's something about this movie, even though it's so it, it feels so incredibly 90s, it's so tacky, it's so gross, like bad. Um, the special effects are awful. Like we we earlier talked about Mortal Kombat. Like it's it's the exact same like company that made the special effects for Mortal Kombat. Like the terrible, awful CG. It's just so, so, so bad. But there's just something about this character in this movie that I just love, 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 love so much. The the bad things about this movie, they're in there so many. Like it's a such a low budget, terrible movie. It's rated PG thirteen, which the the co- comic books are so incredibly hyper violent and gory that this sh- just should have never been PG thirteen. I but, mean, just John Leguizamo as that clown is not PG thirteen. Like he, he's disgusting. His he's disgusting. The jokes he makes are on, so off. Yeah, like it. There is a like dark. It's very dark. off color. Very dark. Yeah. It's a very, it's, very dark. It's movie. perfectly for who Spawn is. Like you, you feel like even me specifically, not watching or not reading the comic book, I could understand like there is some darkness in this whole thing, yes. and that's why I, I like it. And getting into that, the reason why this is a guilty pleasure movie is because this movie, comp- like, it sheds a lot of what the comic book is about. Um, like I said, this movie's rated PG-13, so it's very toned down. The original comic book is super graphic, super gory. They changed a lot of characters. Like, there's character motivations in this movie that just completely don't make sense. But some, I, I feel like you don't get other movies like Blade or even Black Panther without this movie. This is one of the first movies that had like a black main character which is very very important i think only a year later you get a movie like blade which was which isn't which was almost going to be my pick because i think blade is a fantastic movie um, i love all the blades yeah blade is great yeah and another crossover isn't ryan reynolds in blade he is in the third blade movie yes mm-hmm. and with the, jessica bill jessica bill yes who's my girl Oh, hey, no, hey, hey Jessica Bill, if you're listening, hey Jessica Bill, if you're listening to this podcast, you know you're on my list. I think she is. <laughs> <laughs> she's JT, running. She's running off. over there right now, though. So. Get ready. <laughs> I mean, she's, hey, she's, she's she grew up in Boulder. I'm just saying it's not that out of the realm. I mean, I'm not only is she listening. I'm impressed that she's made it three hours into this podcast. Five. That's the most impressive thing. I will just tell her I'm just as good of a dancer as JT too, so don't worry about it. So we're going a little long, so we'll just end it here. I, I, I love this movie. I don't know how you guys feel about this movie, but it, it's 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 
obviously terrible. It's such a bad movie. Nothing makes sense in this. The special effects are awful. Like Malboja, like the the big like so demon yeah. sounds like fucking Doctor Claw from Inspector Gadget. Like it's it's just terrible. A terrible movie. There's very very sh- like. The things that are good about it are great, but the things that are bad about it are so terrible. Like, this is well, not a good Spawn it. movie, but I just i I love the character so much, and it just encomp- encompasses what I felt like when I was like whatever, however old I was, ninety seven, so I was eleven years old. It encompasses that like angst and like depression and anger that I felt all wrapped up into this movie. So yeah, that that's my pick. Mm-hmm. For a guilty I've seen that movie lots of times, especially when I was younger. My brother used to always watch it, and I liked it, but <clears throat> it was pretty bad. Yeah, it's very the, the, <laughs> the special effects are the first things you can notice. Like, are just you like you remember you remember Mortal, in Mortal Kombat when you first see Reptile <laughs> and how terrible that is. It's like a very bad like like low budget CG movie. Like this is Would the entire thing now. Would you watch Spawn? Oh, I just watched it a couple days ago, and I fucking loved it. I loved every second. It's like it's like it's like a hard rock metal fucking movie. It's like yeah. it's like in your face, so stupid. Sometimes I Punisher is kind of like that too. Punisher is very much like that. Yes, yeah, I was thinking it's, Punisher. He's kind of like scorn person that just has all this anger. The, the thing they and fucked up about this movie is like they really needed to go harder in the violence direction like they they made a mistake on making it pg-13 and that i, I think they were trying to get more viewers and i feel like at that time it made more sense true <laughs> lightning but. round let's go boom 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 i'm out lightning 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 shazam you win lose fight Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. So we're going to do the lightning round right now. So I'm going to ask 10 questions. I'm going to ask them rapid fire. They're all going to write them down. And then after I ask them, we're going to revisit them and discuss them after, okay? In three, two, one. What is the best Batman movie? Okay. What is the best cartoon based on a comic comic book? Okay. What is the what is your favorite live action TV show based on a comic book? Oh, hold on. We're gonna have to. This is too much lightning. No, nope, we're gonna we're we're going fast. We're going fast. In in three. Uh, hold no no no. No Don't no no, no hold on. Say that last question again. Your just one favorite more time. live action show based on a comic book. Come on. I have my. I got it. What <laughs> is your favorite X Men hero? Okay. What is your favorite X Men villain? Your favorite Batman villain. Your favorite video game based on a comic book. So far, I've answered Scott Pilgrim for seven straight times. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite comic book character of all time outside of Marvel and DC. You can you can you can name them if they're a Marvel and DC character, but I'm just saying, don't don't think inside of those two things. I already said mine. Yeah, but, yeah me too. Just <laughs> write it down. I'm not gonna penalize you if you repeat. I feel like you're gonna no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, right. Your favorite action figure that you grew up with. 
What if I didn't grow up? With you grew up with action figures, so shut the fuck up. No, I you didn't. You had toys when you were a kid. Shut up. Not comic book. I had Power Ranger toys, and that was. That it. is not the only toys you had. <laughs> Thanks for telling me about my. You childhood. had more toys than that. I know you did. We all did. We grew up in the nineties. Yes, oh, you did. Shut up. Stuff. You had Ninja Turtles. You're right. Let me. Oh, I forgot about that yeah. part of my childhood. Liar. Everybody. Zoe, did you have Ninja Turtles? Yeah. Logan? My son has Ninja Turtles Logan, right now. And the sewer and everything. Yes. Everybody here had Ninja Turtles, plus, <laughs> a- including you. So shut the fuck up. And, and the last question Who is your favorite Ninja Turtle? What's right, the first everyone. question? So we're going to revisit these questions. So the first question What is the best Batman movie? I said Batman Begins. I said Killing Joke. Dark Knight. Dude, Killing Joke? You're going to pull that shit out right there? That's very what? impressive. <laughs> Did I win? No. What did you say, Bach? <laughs> <laughs> the Dark Knight. Dark Knight was my first thing that came to my head for sure. That's a great movie. You guys did not win, but I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to Logan with that one. Um, the the best Batman movie is Batman Returns. Everybody knows that. So <laughs> sorry, you're all wrong. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. <laughs> Shit. Does anybody want to elaborate on the reasonings why? No. No. No, we can't no. elaborate. No, this is lightning. lightning. Let's go. I thought you wanted to. Yeah, I thought you wanted to elaborate, Bach. Brent Wegschneider wanted us to elaborate. This is our show, not his. You can go fuck his face <laughs> with his fucking dick. Okay. Sorry, I've gone off the rails. You have gone off the rails. You need to tone it down. Tone it down a little bit. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What is the best cartoon based on the comic? That was the second question. I said X-Men. I agree, but I knew that wasn't the right answer, so I put The Amazing Spider-Man. Okay. I put Teenage Mutant Wrong. Uh, the, the correct answer is always going to be X-Men. Um, let's go to Damn favorite live-action show based on a comic. <laughs> let's go. Next. Go. I said Flash. Flash. Oh, really? I put WandaVision. That's Vision. the only one. relevant. It's the only one I've watched. Okay. Uh, uh, Bach? Uh, Superman with Dean Cain. <laughs> That's, That's funny. A good choice. <laughs> Look, I'm going to give it to I'm gonna give it to Nick right here because that tugs in my heart. That's a Dean funny Cain is a piece of shit, but I love that answer. My answer was going to be Tales yeah. from the Crypt. You guys are th- still thinking on superheroes, so continue on. Mm, they haven't do... Uh, well, never mind. They tried. They have a... Are you afraid... They have a new Aria for the Dark right now. Oh, you know I know. You know I know. <laughs> my, I'm trying to get my kids on that. Guys, I cannot wait for Halloween because uh, that's going to be a fun episode. Anyways. <laughs> Your favorite X-Men hero. What What did you choose? I went with Gambit. Wolverine. Gambit. Um, shit. You guys, you two both got the correct answer. What? So Logan Gambit. wins. What? That's just a layup for me. I had no choice but to like love my whole life. Gambit is the really? clear answer. Yes. Yeah. So if he didn't yeah. pick it or I didn't pick it, like that, we should you cancel each point. other out. That's how it goes. Favorite X Men villain. Fuck is this Favorite X-Men villain. Dude. Oh, I don't fucking even want to say this. Say it. Juggernaut. Logan. That's a good one. I said sinister. Okay. I said Logan Sentinels. Wins. Oh, Sentinels is good. Easy win. I'll come back to that. Yeah. Easy win. Why, Easy win. Why do you like Jerky Sinister? Bitch. I think Sinister is Sinister is my favorite. He's the most yeah. He's the most badass of all. He's in, he's most interesting. He's such a yeah. bitch. 
His name is Juggernaut, bitch. Juggernaut, Juggernaut sucks. I didn't come even on. Think of, he's, just, he's come on. They Juggernaut did horrible sucks. With Juggernaut. He's a battering ram. Mr. Sinister Jesus is like Christ. a fancy like drag queen, pretty much in my in my in my eyes. Fucking <laughs> so joke. Joke. <laughs> it's a joke right now. Favorite Batman villain. Penguin. Oh, that's a good one. I said Deadshot. Sorry, Penguin. From Zoe. Uh, Iceman. Okay, Zoe wins Mr. on Penguin, Freeze? but my... Or Mr. Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Zoe wins on Penguin, because that was going to be my second. The best, my favorite, is Clayface. So, um... Oh, good. But, <laughs> yes. In the new Batman, Clayface is like his friend, though, right? I don't know. Have seen that one? No, I haven't seen it. But I just love how amazing Clayface is. Anyways. Yeah. Favorite video game based on a comic? What do you guys got? I so? I got D. I got DC vs Marvel. Oh, that's DC vs Marvel on what? On what? PS3. PS3. Okay. I want to switch my answer to that. I said there's a Spider-Man one where like when the movies came out. Oh, the Spider-Man know, movie game. Fun. The same narrator as See, the guy who's like the theater person. Okay. I love, there's an X-Men game for Sega that you could play oh, yeah. like as different like side oh, yeah. and, like, what, is, I, what is the game? Say it. What is the game? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just X-Men for Sega. That's what I wrote okay, down. I'm going to give it to you. you. You got it. All right. The correct answer is Clone Wars. Yes. But you got it. That is okay. the correct answer. Good job. Sweet. Why, are, why are you so mad? <laughs> I'm not. I'm trying to just hold it together because <laughs> I'm drunk. Okay. Favorite comic book character does. of all time. Go. <laughs> <laughs> no way! Well, no. Sorry, sorry. Say that again. What is your favorite book? Favorite comic book character of all time? Go, Dick Tracy. That Logan? can't be real, right? Is that right? That can't be real. <laughs> Logan, you're playing to the audience, aren't you, fucker? Logan, no, you said it. Answer for yourself. I said Doctor Manhattan. We already talked about it earlier. <laughs> Spider Man. Right. Hmm. Hmm. What do I do? So you can change it if you want. <laughs> I mean, Dick my, Tracy. My I mean, clearly spawned, but I appreciate. Zoe's unique that. answer. So Zoe wins. Zoe wins that. That. This makes me I'm think so, you shouldn't so... be picking what you actually like. I favorite it's action like figure as a kid. Humanity. Go. Stretch Armstrong. I had a giant sentinel that I loved. It was my favorite. I had a green Power Ranger that <laughs> turned left. <laughs> that was the only <laughs> fucking action figure that I had. I don't. The right answer was no. I didn't have it. I don't. I didn't have any. I didn't have it. You guys um, are bullying me now. So, so Bach, I'm sorry to tell you, but I hate Tommy, the power. Oh my god! Is Stretch Armstrong? A I didn't even have character? the. No, I didn't even have the right the action figure character. It had nothing to do with comic books. Stretch Armstrong was one of those things that once you had it, it should be like an asterisk on awesome. that one. We're talking comic books. Look, um, I, uh, I'll pass these, but Bacher <laughs> chose the wrong answer. <laughs> I didn't even own! I, I can't believe how much I'm getting shit on right now. And next up, we have who we call Bacher. Probably the one that's going to get shit on the most. Um, Nicholas, what's up? Just call me uh, Bacher Porter Potty the Molin. Let's do it. This cannot go for five hours and just let it turn into a We're shit on Bacher. Go to the next question. So, right, the last question and the most important. And the most important, and here's the deal. Here's the deal with the last question. I want you guys to think about what I would think. Oh my god. Okay. 
Now I'm changing. Can, I'm you changing can change my your answer, answer if you want. But I want to hear your answer after that. But what is your favorite Ninja Turtle? Go, Zo. Well, what do you want first? Wait, wait. What do you Tell want? Tell me first? what you think I would do, and then I want to hear your favorite after. Zo. I'm going with I'm going with Leonardo. Okay, Logan. That, and I'm gonna stick with Leonardo. Okay. For both of us. And that was no. First, that was my first. No. Skiff's, no. No. Skiff's favorite is Raphael. You guys like pizza. So, every single one of you are so dumb. So 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 dumb. <laughs> It's gonna be like Don Splinter Tell. or something it's right now. Oh, I didn't it's know that fucking was Tommy motherfuckers. <laughs> That's my favorite! I should've just stuck with my first fucking answer and just left it as Okay, so Zell, what's God. your favorite? No, my favorite is Leonardo. I wasn't gonna change it for That's what I your, yeah. your reasoning. Oh, dude, dude, I was ready for you to win. I was gonna give you the win on that. I, know. I was, I was ready gonna to give win. you the win Donatella. on the whole entire episode. On that. I know. So, with but, that said, but, the winner obviously is Zo. No, is oh. Zo. <laughs> Zo wins again, guys. This is horseshit. Right, that's all. Zo won again. So, um, with that said, Zo wins. Everybody else lost. <laughs> so, who's up next for the next episode? Who 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 wants to take the reins? We got, we got two guys. I don't have anything planned right now, but I'll take it if you give me all. Give it to you guys okay. uh, tomorrow. I'll send it. So Zoe Zo is the next host, and we'll find out what it is at the beginning of the next tomorrow. episode. So everyone, thank you for listening. I'm sorry Dude, this went so long. This place? could be one or two episodes, but I. Thanks. This is thanks, guys. This could, this could be three episodes. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Was there a second and a third place? Um. Right. I well well obviously we, third we place is is Bach. He could have won. He could have won the episode with that last question. <laughs> he could have won, and he, and he failed completely. He just destroyed himself. <laughs> I'm sorry. You had it All in your right. grasp. Awesome. I saw. I saw in your eyes, Donatello. Yeah. I saw Donatello in your eyes. Yeah. Well, my eyes are a little glazed over right now from the fucking whiskey that I had, and I also had about a mountain of wings, right? I, I got wings to eat. That's what you said we should eat tonight. I didn't, I didn't have a rule on wings. <laughs> I never rolled that. You're trying to, I, I see what you're, you're doing right now. You're trying to, to come back on the, the episode. Yeah, uh, this is what's called a comeback. It's a Whisker River reference. Okay, you get a so mountain of wings and then, the end. Again. Goodbye. Again, I hosted the first one. How the fuck did I? Did you lose win? Again. Did you win the first one? No. Then you lost again. Simple. I'm so. I am so annoyed that Zoe's won. This is the worst fucking idea.